If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening, citizens of Earth. Welcome, humans. I merely tell you that the future of your planet is at stake. We have to ask you to try to stay calm, and it's important for everyone not to panic. I am authorized to assure you that so far there is no reasonable cause for alarm. We work for a highly funded yet unofficial government agency. Our mission is to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. We are the men in black. You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. It's awesome, baby! crowd settle down settle down settle down you are now rocking with the best this is coach kair and original native radio and you all know tonight is that thursday's tantra the tower of tantra and we welcome you welcome you welcome you to another episode our 10th consecutive episode holla everybody hey I can tell. I can tell. They're like, oh, man, the 10th episode, the first nine was ridiculous. What are we going to do tonight? Well, don't worry. We uh, we aim to please, and we are always successful. Hook or crook, we come with it. We bring it. We leave it at the table. We kick ass. We take names. And you are going to enjoy tonight's episode. Tonight's episode, like all other episodes, is brought to you by Relaxation is the Key. Relaxation is the Key, as well as OriginalNativeRadio.com and CoachKair.com. Please check out all three of those sites. Leave me your contact information. Get on the mailing list and get up on them benefits. For sure, too, make sure you also tune in to Zoom in over on Tuesday nights at Original Native Radio, Wednesday nights on Original Native Radio, as well as Thursday nights and Sunday at the Academy of Cosmophysics. And you can catch Coach Kair on all four of those broadcasts. It's almost like I'm Tom Joyner out here working hard trying to get it done. I can't say trying to pay the rent because I do this for the love of it. So we are moving along. It's getting ready to be some fun, fun stuff. I want to do a quick astrological update. Mercury is not out of retrograde yet. I want all of you all to relax. Just because it went direct the other day, it ain't over. All right? Don't get caught up in thinking that you can just go out here and just do just be willy-nilly and do whatever. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Breathe before you speak. Breathe before you speak. And before you reply to somebody, breathe. Take two or three extra breaths before you reply, especially if somebody says something crazy to you, all right? I want to give a big shout-out to a couple of our uh, listeners who are tuning in each and every week and fans on Facebook, uh, Leslie up in Toronto, Yumi, Ellen Thompson, Marcia, Lisa Bailey, my man Neb Ma'at-Ra, Neb, uh, I'm sorry, Nef, uh, Nef, Nef is in the building. It's so many people that are supporting this broadcast by giving us your attention. We really, really, really sincerely appreciate it. I also want to give a big shout-out to Baltimore. Um, for those who came out to the Health and Wellness Expo, um, brought to you by the Healing Wings Institute, big shout-out to Aline Bay and Kadira and Sasha Lohm. 
three days we put it down. I did save the Tantra demonstration for Sunday, you know, and much love to the sister who, um, that was her first experience in table work. So I really want to um, send out a big shout and a big applause to her for being courageous enough to jump up on the table. All right, and right before I bring on my special, my special hostess, co-hostess with the Moses, the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour, I do have one more announcement for the men, for the men right now, especially up under this Mercury retrograde. Y'all stop lying. Please quit letting the counterfeit personalities win. Lord have mercy. I just, like, pushed the show right up to the 759 moment talking to a young lady about men who didn't want to bring up total honesty, and y'all don't think that it's going something going to come to the light. Oh, my God. Quit creating situations and making them worse than they already are because you're trying to keep a lot of secrets. You don't have to confess, but when you get into a situation, do as best you can to try to stay honest. All righty. I know, I know, y'all haven't been practicing and all that, but you better start practicing. Otherwise, you know what's going to happen? It's going to hit you in the face. Then you're going to say, well, somebody should have told me. Well, I tried to tell you. Um, if you need a consultation with Coach Kair to understand how you can finish out this Mercury retrograde strong, or you like an Astro Harmony reading, please get in contact with me, 336-587-1215, or you can go over to Coach K Appointments and grab a touch-based session for 30 minutes or an hour, or if you'd like to get a full astrological reading or Astro Harmony reading is two hours, you can go over to CoachKAppointments.com and make an appointment. I'm also on Facebook and on Twitter as well as all over the place. You can find me. All right, without further ado, please fasten up your seatbelt. Get ready. This guy is coming off another part of epic leg of his journey, coming down, completing the Grand Triumph Workshop in New Jersey, and I heard it was on fire. Y'all put your hands together for my man, Master Yael Morris. Hello, hello, hello. What's happening, man? You got the crowd going crazy out there. I had to make them sit down for a second. I am feeling great. And tonight's show is going to be busting through brick walls, damn it. What? We're going to bust through some brick walls tonight. Yeah, I'm going to tell you like we used to do in elementary school. I double-dog dare you to bust through some brick walls tonight. I double-dog dare you. bust through some brick walls tonight. You bust Uh-oh. it like Uh-oh. Jackie Chan or somebody. <laughs> this is a dream come true. You're going to think we Bruce Lee up in here. That's my sound effect. I need to go find that sound effect while you're talking tonight. You just, just, I'm going to get it right now. Yes, man. It was good to see you, too, in Baltimore, and good, and, um, good to build with you. You know what I'm saying? Iron sharpens iron. I'm glad I got a chance to see you before I left. And um, I'm looking forward to some big things out of our conversations that we had and um, just to, just our movements. Um, did you check your email tonight? I sent you that flyer. I couldn't open it. Oh, so, look, so you didn't get to see, see it. The little small, the, the thumbnail looks good. I like the Oh, background. my goodness. My, 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 my. But we worked it out. Don't worry about it. It looks good. I just want to tell the people because when the flyer hits, y'all going to say, oh, my God. Coach Kair and Master Yao are going to be doing a tantric lifestyle workshop. 
at Maati Spa in Winston-Salem on September the 9th, 2012. You better book your rooms early. I think we can only hold about 35, 40 people. And we're going to be out on the deck. It's going to be nice. Like, the space is so pristine. Please go out over to maatispa.com, M-A-A-T-I-S-P-A. We'll probably be releasing the flyer sometime during the show tonight or first thing early in the morning. It is bananas. They even got me looking good on here. Uh, we will be covering some dynamic information. What is and isn't Tantra, self and inner love, relationships, which will be brought to you by Astro Harmony, Sex, orgasms, and sexual energy. Yahweh is going to put his foot in it all the way up to the uh, gluteus maximus on that one. And then we're going to talk about wealth and prosperity, money and baskets, your intentions. So if you've never seen anything like this, come on down. Come on down. The workshop is going to be from 1 to 7. And there's a special birthday celebration after party. So your price of admission for the workshop gets everything. You get all the bells and whistles, including the after party. Don't miss out. Um, and when it says couples on the flyer, that doesn't mean like only couples can come. We got a singles price and a couples price. That means two of you guys, not saying that you got to be homosexual, but y'all can turn around and say, hey, dude, let's go half on two tickets, you know, because it's cheaper. Bring somebody. Bring somebody and get a discount and get your advance tickets sooner than later. A tantric lifestyle workshop. We will be in Winston-Salem on September the 9th. Bring in the heat, baby! All right, y'all. I'm getting off my soapbox now. Go ahead and um start loosening up some of these bricks tonight. Jet Lee, Jackie Chan, Bruce Lee. Let me... Whoa! Let me start by talking about two things. Number one, I'm going to be in Atlanta tomorrow and our class starts on Saturday, and I am going to bring it on Saturday. I'm telling you, we, you think these broadcasts are good. At least I do. But I tell you what, you haven't been into one of the classes yet. And for those people who have failed to sign up, shame on you. Atlanta, <laughs> you need to be up in the Marriott Hotel, the Courtyard Marriott in Decatur, 11 o'clock Saturday morning. Because we're going to slam it. We're going to wake you up and alert you to some stuff that's going to shift and change your life. For real. And we just came up off a, a completed class series up in Newark, New Jersey that was off the charts. They got to get new measuring sticks for this. Whoa. We had uh, massive healings, massive breakthroughs, some psychological stuff. And women that, you know, and men who just, you know, very rapidly picked up some techniques that just changed their whole bedroom dynamic all to pieces. So um, I know next week we're going to be talking about fibroid tumors. And uh, we're also going to be talking about prostate issues in men. I'm going to be just touching on those two subjects for five or ten minutes tonight. But next week we're going to be dealing with it big time. But I want to say that we got into it in the workshop. And, um, you know, it is possible, it is more than possible for women to eject fibroids. Now, it's, 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 um, we, we, I've come across quite a few women who have, you know, 
pretty pretty advanced situations with the fibroids. We're not telling you to ignore your doctor or anything like that. You need to pay attention to what the doctor is telling you. However, we have had women in the past who have, you know, through energy work alone, ejected their fibroids. And we saw that beginning to manifest at the, in the class where women, you know, started to feel the heat down there and they were getting some energy work and they started to feel those things loosen up. Um, I'm going to touch on that a little bit tonight. I want to say that one man discovered in the class that he could project his energy not just to the woman on the table, but he found that his energy became so strong. And he's, he's only been doing this six weeks. His energy became so strong that it affected the other woman sitting next that was in the direct line of fire. And she was having as much of an impact from the work as the woman he was working on on the table. This brother is brand new to it. So I want people to understand that this thing is something that you can learn. Um, I mean, his energy was so strong when he was working on that woman in the class that the other woman had to get up and move because she was having that much of a reaction. And we told her, get on, go on, sit back and get all of it you can get. But uh, she she got a little bit. I think she was afraid she was going to start doing a little squirting and stuff. So she she got up out of there. And I, now this woman that got up on the table where you were at, she's brave. Um, and I'm finding that the men are having as much of an issue getting up on the table as the women, because they're worried about um, what might happen that they might get an erection or something like that. And I keep telling the men that's what's supposed to happen. And at the point at which when you're working on the man and he does get an erection, that's telling you where the problem is. So the man is laying on the table. The woman's going over the different stages of projection work. She's going over the different parts of his auric field. She's going over the different meridians. And all of a sudden she gets to one, and the man, in spite of himself, begins to become aroused. And he's got his eyes closed. He can't even see where the woman's hand is. Sometimes he might feel the touch, but, you know, he can't even see. And she's not touching his genitals. She's touching, like, his knee or, you know, spleen six or the earlobe point or something like that. All of a sudden, the man starts to get aroused, and this happens. And then everybody was like, oh, my goodness. And I'm like, that's what's supposed to happen. Because basically what happened is she broke through a place of resistance. And so this thing, this thing that she was working on, released the man from this issue. So basically when the man got up off the table, we asked him what happened. And he basically said he saw a flash vision in his mind about something that happened to him when he was a teenager that he was really strictly embarrassed about and that he, he, he thought he had forgot it, but it, she, made it, you know, she brought that memory back up. And he said it, 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 that, that incident scarred him. And so what happened is this incident, even though he buried it, it was affecting his sexual performance or his ability to become aroused by certain women. And so when the woman sent her energy into that point, into that meridian, she broke through that resistance. She released that negative memory. It came up in his mind. And at the point when that energy was released, immediately he started to become aroused. So I'm mentioning this to show practically how Tantra works. So at, at, at everybody, of course, in the class, 
was looking at the little bump that came up. But the woman doing the work was like, dang. And all of a sudden, the light bulb went off. So after I explained it and he explained what happened, she said to him, she said, you mean to tell me that I can do this kind of work on my boyfriend and I can go in without really knowing exactly what I'm doing, just following the charts, following the instructions, and I can start to resurrect these negative memories, these negative imprints, these negative brain dendrite patterns, and start to clear them, and that this will give my man a guide to regaining his sexual potency and health. And the class just was like, great, super. And so it was a light bulb moment for her and a light bulb moment for him because he's working on other women, but he hadn't really had a lot of work done on him yet. And then he realized the potential of it, and then all of a sudden he was like, I need some women to work on me some more because I forgot I even had that issue. And that's so often the case. Now, uh, last week, last week, we were talking about the Tantra protocol for singles, and we were talking about the Tantra protocol for couples, and we never finished our conversation. We got into the protocol for singles, and we had to stop. And tonight, uh, because I'm leaving town soon, I'm not going to be able to go much over 10 o'clock. I'm letting the audience know that right off the bat. So you might want to get your questions in early tonight. So we never did get into the discussion of the Tantra Protocol for couples. So I want to start with that conversation tonight, and then we'll morph into, segue into some of the questions that came up last week that we never fully answered. They were excellent questions, so we're going to go over some of those. But I wanted to mention about these two classes, the class that's coming up in Atlanta, Go on eventbrite.com to, uh, to to check out the link. Or go on my Facebook page to the wall, check it out. Um, there, there were comments posted on Facebook in several spots and on my wall about the class, some of the, the magnificent outcomes, some of the magnificent breakthroughs that we achieved. This work will change the history of relationships on the East Coast. Uh, you know, it's a very small, select group of people practicing it now, but it's growing, and the awareness is growing. And this this is like something, don't sleep on it. Now, when we talk about tantra couples, what we're talking about is attainment of power couple status. We're talking about the attainment of power couple status, where you become mm. a power couple. And there are three or four things that we want to see the couple get. Number you know, number one, we want to see them learn how to manifest stuff using tantric energy. In other words, raise the kundalini up, envision your goal, and understand the mechanics of how to bring it into manifestation. A power couple is able to heal each other Health-wise, so that's gonna—that's where I'm gonna start tonight on how the power couple works with each other to heal each other health-wise. And the most important thing is that the power couple complements each other energetically. Where one is weak, the other is strong. So what you do is you shift that dynamic. You stop looking at 
your mate's faults. We all got faults. We got faults. You stop looking at your mate's faults and you start trying to find out what their weaknesses are and you become that. And in most cases, what we're going to determine is that you already are that. So what I see in the dynamics in these classes and in these workshops is that women are trying to hide their faults. They're sitting there trying to cover up like Watergate. <clears throat> it might be politicians for the way wow. they're covering up their faults. And we see that men are trying to hide in the shadows. It's like they find the nearest corner, cut the lights down low, and sit back into the shadows like that character, the phantom. <laughs> you know, all of a sudden, he just he, he, you don't even see him in the room, and all of a sudden, he sort of creeps out of his shadow, and you didn't even know he was there. And the brothers are experts at backing up into these corners, remaining quiet. Nobody notices me, and you don't, they don't want you to notice their faults. And this is exactly the opposite of how you should be rolling. One of the first conversations that you should have after you've gotten into the relationship, I'm not talking about when you're dating. When you're dating, you want to show your good side. You want people to say, this is this, is, this person, you know, he's attractive for these reasons or she's attractive for these reasons. But after you get into the relationship, after you decide you and me are in a relationship, one of the first conversations you want to have is to discuss each other's counterfeit personality structure. Oh, then following that, when you know each other's counterfeit personality, your next segue into is the man should say, <clears throat> he's already got the reading from me, I'll call you or someone. He says, these are the male archetypes that I'm expressing. These are the ones I'm weak in. In other words, he's saying, well, I got my warrior online and I've got my uh, hunter online, but I don't got my eagle, and I don't got my healer on mine. And so the woman says, well, my elegant rose is a little weak, but my moon is strong and my, you know, my treasure chest is strong. So basically what we're saying here is that each of the archetypes of male energy has a complementary female energy so that if the male is weak in one of his archetypes, the female then decides she's going to be strong in the complementary archetype. And basically what she's saying is, I got your back. So you stop trying to hide your weaknesses and you express and identify and label your weaknesses energetically. I'm talking about your energetic weaknesses. And it's up to your partner then to manifest that, to express that. And therefore, the man is not weak in his, he, 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 his hunter energy is not so strong. So the female makes sure that she's got her treasure chest energy banging because then that way she can support him in the financial side of the relationship. And because her energy is strong, it helps his energy to develop. So the power couple is working. They're plugging the holes in the dike, in the dam. They're plugging the holes. The woman is saying, okay, my man is weak in these areas. While he's developing that, I'm going to be strong in those areas, and she naturally is. And then, therefore, because her treasure chest energy is strong, it's naturally going to cause his hunter energy to come online sooner. So 
so the man's got his healer energy going. The woman's elegant rose is not so so much. And because his healer energy is strong, and she's not trying to hide her weakness, the man's gonna he's gonna he's got that part of the relationship covered. That romantic, uh, creative, energetic, sexual part of the relationship, the erotic part of the relationship. And so he's covering that for her. So often what we find today is that the woman, she might be cute, but she's not really, you know, she's not really erotic. In other words, she's not really quick to express the things that bring pleasure. She's conservative when it comes to pleasure. She doesn't wear the miniskirts. Maybe she's a businesswoman. She's taking care of the money. She's going to work. But maybe she's a little weak when it comes to, uh, you know, the whole thing about pleasure piece. So if the man is strong in that, then he's got that part of the energy equation plugged in the relationship. Therefore, all each of them needs to be good at is two of these components. And if that, and the other person can get cover the other two. And you've got all four energies covered. And then that way, all both partners will start developing all four energies better and quicker. So this is the power couple. The power couple is like you're, you're, you're like building together energetically, biologically, and mentally so that you say, well, okay, my man is a little weak in the warrior part of it. So the male is weak in the, in the willingness to confront problems. Maybe he's a little depressed. He doesn't want to get out there and bang away every day. Not every man has got his warrior energy online. Sometimes the man is just tired of fighting. He's tired of fighting. His adrenal glands are exhausted. He doesn't want to get out there and engage in legal battles. He doesn't want to try to get a promotion all the time. He doesn't want to get out there and fight traffic every day. He's just tired. So if the, if the woman sees his heart is strong, she can plug that gap. What do I mean by that? See, if you can't confront head on, the seated heart energy is the queen bee energy. It knows how to go around like an assassin behind and get the thing done secretly and stealth, with stealth by right-brain intuition. She senses the weaknesses in the opponent through right-brain intuition. So maybe we're not going to go at, these, at, at the problem head-on. Maybe that's some type of intuitive way that we can deal with this issue. So rather than criticize the man because, you know, you're trying to get a permit to build a deck on the back of the house, and the county's giving us a hard time. And he's slow about going down there and fighting with the inspector about getting it all approved. So maybe intuitively she figures out, well, this guy likes cupcakes. I'll bake some cupcakes and send them down there by my man. And so the man takes cupcakes down there. And the inspector, who's, you know, 10 pounds overweight and growing, sees the cupcakes. He's like, oh, wow, these are for me. And all of a sudden... He's much more cooperative. And so you still accomplish the objective. The woman doesn't wear high heel shoes. Her elegant rose is a little whatever. And so and they've got a, a formal event to go out to. And the man has got his healer energy, and he's a creative, artistic type of energy. And he knows that, okay, in this particular event, 
if my woman really looks good, that's going to help her, you know, get uh, become part of this organization she wants to become part of. So he does a little shopping for her, hooks up her wardrobe a little bit. When they go out to the formal event, she's looking extra hot, and boom, she gets her little appointment. So rather than criticizing the woman, saying, well, you don't ever dress up, you don't ever do this, you don't, you don't look the best, you don't wear those little, those little Victoria's Secret things that I like, you do it for her. You say, I got your back, sweetheart, and you do it for her and help her. And you say to her, look, okay, you let me, get, you let me take care of that. And what happens is then eventually the woman will get it herself. But basically this is the definition of a power couple. You got each other's back energetically, energy-wise. So now let's start this equation by looking at biology. And let's, let's understand that. The first thing that you want to look at when you're talking about biology is you want to look at water. So one person in the relationship has got to be responsible for water. So whoever's the best at it, that person's got to be responsible for the water. So that person's got to say, I've got to figure out for both of us how much water is getting into our brain, do we have the right catalyst to metabolize the water and get it into the kidneys, get it into the bloodstream, and get it into the cells, You've got to be responsible for buying the water and making sure that both of us drink it. It can be either one, but somebody needs to take the helm in that. And when you have two people working like this, it's better than one. And so basically then, the woman doesn't worry about water. She knows the man's got that covered. And so the man's taking care of that, and she knows she's going to be properly hydrated. And now it goes much further than just drinking water because we're looking at how water is getting into her reproductive system, how the blood is getting into her reproductive system so that she can do all the stuff she needs to do. We have to get to juice. Same thing. You need to juice if you're going to be a power couple. You need to get fresh juices. Then we're looking at diet. And so uh, when we're talking about diet and we're talking about the power, we're talking about the structure of the cells. And primarily in diet, in the classes, we talk about amino acid production. We're talking about cleaning up the blood. And we're talking about uh, renovating each of the five major organs so that they can get their product into the bloodstream. So we're talking about the gallbladder, and we're talking about getting those stones out of the gallbladder so that it can get the bile and the different things into the, into the intestinal tract. We're talking about the kidney, cleaning up those ducts in the kidney so you can get the product into the blood and into getting the urea and the, the waste, the protein waste out of the blood, making sure the crib cycle is what, whatever. So the one person has got to be looking at the diet in respect to these particular specific goals, the spine, the organs, the reproductive tract, the IG tract, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, so that you say to yourself, okay, this week we're going to work on calcium metabolism. This week we're going to work on uh, protein and amino acid metabolism. This week we're going to work on kidney function. This week we're going to work on cleaning up the pancreas. And therefore we're going to eat, we're going to plan our meals based on these goals and objectives. 
And in symptometry, they talk about uh, methods of cleaning up the blood, cleaning these acidic compounds out of the body, cleaning up the uh, salt compounds out of the blood. And that's where we, that's our goal. That's where we're headed with this. And then there's, there's all kinds of little things that we can do. We get to supplements, same thing. So supplements are basically saying, how do we supplement our diet with, you know, proteins, uh, with uh, with things like amino acids, uh, vitamin C, or zinc, or minerals, things like that, so that we can produce all of the things we need to produce so that our reproductive systems can operate at their peak. Specifically, one of the most important things is looking at the pH of the body, the, the overall pH, especially of the Ig tract, because if the pH of the Ig tract is not above 6.1, then the body cannot take the nutrients in the Ig tract, in the intestinal tract, and absorb it into the bloodstream. So you've got to have pure blood, clean blood, number one. But number two, the Ig tract has to have the right alkalinity. And this is why it's so important to get these excessive acids, these uh, the acids that cause gout, the uric acids, the, that there are many different types of acids, the, 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 the byproducts of the citric acid, these acids in the blood that are just floating in there prevent us from having optimal health. So we've got to eat when we're in the process of cleaning up to become a power couple. We've got to eat to promote this optimal health. So this, then when, you know, you're going to spend a month or two on that at least, and then you want to get to the point where you stop, where you're not cleaning up, where you're not uh, repairing. You want to get to the point after you get the blood clean, after you get hydrated, after you get your amino acid production, after you get your organs cleaned up a little bit so that they're able to secrete stuff into the system. Then you want to go to the next level where you're dealing with the aphrodisiacs. In other words, where you're de dealing with the stuff that's going to supercharge you. So then you're, you're looking at the, 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 the type of, of, of uh, additives that you can add to your diet that's going to make your sexual life perk, pop, so that, you know, you're saying, you're not like talking about, okay, now we're trying to clean up stuff and we're trying to repair stuff. You're past that now. You're getting to the point where you're saying, look, I'm trying to really, really, really get my freak on. And so now when we're doing these tantra exercises, I want my brain neurochemistry to be such. I want my endomorphs and my dopamine and all of these things like that to be on, on it so that when I'm having an orgasm, it's like an explosion. And, and so somebody in the, in the relationship has got to be in charge of that so that you're looking at the other person and saying to them, you need to do this. A lot of times when a person is by themselves, they can't see it. They can't see what their deficiency is. And the other person can look at them and say, look, you know, I'm looking at your eyes and I can see you've got some kidney issues. Or I'm looking at, you know, you're tired when you wake up. I'm looking at the fact that you're not sleeping good, and so I can tell you've got some serotonin issues or you've got some calcium issues or you're not getting the right enzymes. And so... When you get two people together, one person's got to be in charge of this whole dietary piece, 
and the two people have to look out for each other. You've got to feed each other to make sure that they can become optimal health, optimal reproductive health. And this is the beginning, the foundation of a power couple. So then we go back and we look at the, the energy piece, the energy transaction for a power couple. In the energy transaction for a power couple, and this is where we are falling down and failing today. The energy transaction is just is like this. Before you get to the whole manifestation piece, you've got to get this energy cycle going. And so the energy cycle is that one week, one day, one month, however you want to do it, it's the man's turn, and the next time it's the woman's turn. So when you're doing this thing, you, you have to say, okay, this is the man's time to get energy work. So the woman puts the man on the table. She does the energy work, the projection work on him. She goes to the spots where he says where he's weak or where he needs help, and she gives him the energy. And then when she gets him in the bedroom, she's submitting to him. She's doing what he needs. She's, she's trying to adjust her whole thing so that she's giving out the energy and so that she's channeling the energy into her genital reflexology map in such a way that the male can get the energy and be healed, be restored, be uh, raised up, enhanced, whatever you want to call it, upgraded. Partner, let me upgrade you. Then the next night, or if you do it by weeks, so one week is the man, then the next week is the woman. So the man each night is putting her on the table or on the couch, giving her the energy work, then he takes her to the bedroom, and he's giving her all that good loving, and he's giving her the loving in such a way that he's not concerned with his own pleasure. He's concerned about, you know, hitting all those spots in her genital map that she needs to get hit so that she's, you know, she's balanced, so that she's got the energy that she needs, and so that her kundalini can rise up, and she can be all that she needs to be. And you can do it one a month. Man one month, woman next month. You can do it by the week. Man one week, woman next week. You can do it by the day. Man one day, woman the next day. However you want. <coughs> Excuse me. But the point is, this energy piece is where we're falling down. In most relationships, the man is doing all the healing, giving all the energy work, doing all of the, you know, extracurricular building up. The woman's not giving anything back. <coughs> or the woman's doing all the healing, doing all the energy work, trying to do all the research, learning all this tantra technique, and the man sitting back and enjoying it and not doing nothing in return. <coughs> this is not going to work. This is not the recipe for a power couple, this is the recipe for relationship termination. So we have to stop this. And all you people listening to this, listening to the sound of my voice, if you're too lazy to go to a workshop, too cheap to pay two or $300 to take one of these classes, too self-centered to believe that you need to invest in your partner, you're going to pay for it one day. 
and our society is already paying for it every day. You're paying for it in your current relationships. You're going to pay for it when you get older. But most importantly, your children and your grandchildren are going to pay for it handsomely, and it's not going to be pretty. So you need to stop it. You need to get up off of that. You need to get out here and learn some of this stuff. We've gone through great trouble to get this information for you, to present these systems for you so that you can correct issues that come up and people are too lazy to go out and do it, too cheap to go out and do it. You spend four years and $40,000 going to college so that you can get a job, maybe, and learn how to work, <clears throat> and you won't spend five or $600 to learn how to give energy to your mate so that they can heal. <clears throat> what kind of sickness is that in the head? What kind of stupidity is that? So the energy part of this thing allows a couple, a power couple, to overcome so many obstacles out here. You must do it. You must get to the point where the man has some energy work for a couple of months consistently, and at the same time, the woman is getting some energy work out here consistently, then you've got something. Then you can get to the place where you can have these half-hour full-body orgasms where you just feel the next day like you can conquer the world. And I don't care where your woman is right now. Um, unless she has some major health issues, um, I, you know, major diabetes, major high blood pressure, major kidney failure, um, major fibroid issues, things like that. Uh, those things will slow you down. But unless there's major, major issues out there, some kind of operation or something, a hernia or something like that, you can do these things. And even if you have these major issues, which several of the people in the last class did, you know, there are therapies and things that will take you a little bit longer, but you can overcome high blood pressure, you can overcome diabetes, you can overcome these hepatitis and all these things like this also. It's going to take you a little bit longer, but you can do it. And the therapies exist, and we are teaching those things. And, uh, you know, we don't talk about that in detail on the radio, but uh, we do talk about it in the classes. And so if, if the man and the woman are doing this energy projection work to allow each person to repair and build up the architecture of their tower, the core body of their energy body, then that is the beginning of the process of healing any problem, psychological or physical. You must, at the same time, of course, then proceed to work on cleaning up the body. And that means you've got to clean up the blood. You've got to clean the blood of these acids, these salt compounds, these, these free radicals from, from the diet that we have. You've got to make sure that each organ that its ports and ducts are clear. You've got to make sure that you are secreting the enzymes so that you can make amino acids. You've got to be sure that you're getting the right balance of minerals in your diet. Your body has to be alkaline. But once you get this 
in line by giving each other energy for a couple of months, you will be surprised at just how much you can overcome. You'll be just surprised at how psychological, emotional issues that's plagued us for 10 years can all of a sudden be dismissed seemingly overnight. So now, let's go back again over the four aspects of a power couple when we're talking Tantra. I've talked about three, and then I'm going to tell you the most important one, the fourth. You're talking about biology, where each person takes a role in making sure the other person is biologically fit, is healthy, through the diet, through the water, and all the things I've talked about. So you're looking out for each other, building each other up health-wise, looking after each other's diet, et cetera, et cetera. Then we're talking about complementary energies, where you're saying most of us are not expressing all four of our male archetypes. We don't have the warrior, the eagle, the hunter, and the healer online. Most men have one, maybe two. Most women don't have all four archetypes online. So stop looking for that. Stop thinking, I'm going to go out here and find the ideal woman who is everything. She's got it all together. There's very few, less than 5%. And, and for you to believe that you're going to look up and find one is just like the young men in high school thinking they're going to end up in the pros because they can hit two or three baskets in a row. So understand that when you get this woman, you she's going to have shortcomings. She's going to have deficiencies. And you are built in such a way that you can plug up those gaps until she can get it together. That's your strategy as a power couple. You don't say, I don't want sister, sister over there because her elegant rose is weak, because her treasure chest is weak. But you look at, she's got these strengths, and so my healer is strong, my hunter is strong, I got your back, sister. If you will allow me, I will I will give that energy and take care of those sides of the relationship where you're weakened with the understanding that you're going to work on developing your own archetypes to bring them all online. And the same thing the woman says to the man. You've got to have this complementary relationship. The third aspect is you giving this energy to heal and to enhance. You start out healing. In other words, you do the table energy work and then you do the genital work so that you, one person is giving energy to the other, then you're rotating, rotating, rotating back and forth. First, the man is giving energy to the woman. woman is giving energy to the man. That is a powerful dynamic. The fourth and final thing is we talked about this two or three weeks ago, and that is the table of validation. And, and perhaps, you know, that's one of the most important concepts in Tantra. Because that's what makes our energy pop, validation. And it's such a rare thing these days. People just don't want to give it up. So let's just review a little bit. Tantra is an energy management system. It basically harnesses certain bioenergy, the chi, the kundalini, etc., to achieve sexual benefits. And these benefits are pleasure, enlightenment, and healing. And we understand that 
In the past, these tantric systems were for the elite only. The common people didn't know about them, and when the common people discovered some of these techniques, the elite then inserted faulty information to mess them up, to confuse them, so that they would get off the track. And they didn't want them to have it because it was empowered. So they didn't want the common people, the 95 percentile, to know about Tantra. They gave them religions and doctrines and stuff like that instead. They basically said, okay, look, you're going to get your reward in the afterlife after you die, stupid. You know, uh, we're, we're going to have our pleasure now, and we're going to have our money now, our manifestations now, and you don't worry about it. You're going to have suffering and pain, loneliness and sickness now, and that's okay because in the afterlife, they're going to take care of you. And, and, and people fell for the opiate, and so they went running around and singing, singing hymns. Oh, it's going to be all right in the buying God. And the elite are laughing at them, you know. And this is how they've been rolling for the last thousand years. And people are, you know, getting wise to that now. So we know that Tonka was for the elite only. And, and it was always given a bad faith. They always talked about it. This is sinful. This is this. This is that. Oh, you don't want to have pleasure. You don't want to have one-hour orgasm. You don't want to have, you know, tantric manifestations where you just get money without really doing a whole lot. You don't want that. That's for the elite. That's not for you. So we understand that tantra was a very integral part of the marriage of nobility, allowing people to have the knowledge and the power to rule other people, to manage governments, to manage towns, to be chiefs, tribal leaders, etc., etc. That's an integral part of the mystery system that Tantra was an integral part of the rites of passage program. But one of the central components of this Tantra at this level is the table of validation. And, and this concept that when a person becomes superior, when they become worthy, when they meet the minimum requirements, they are worthy and deserving of validation. In the samurai had a code, you know, basically talking about honor and sincerity and whatever, whatever, whatever. But, but one of the things that, that, that was very important is that when he, when he became, when he, when he got his two swords, when he, when he became samurai, if you didn't validate him, you were killed. If it could be proved that you had, you know, that the samurai had done his work for you, I've done his duty to serve you, and you didn't validate him, that was like, that was deemed to be such an evil thing that they felt you were, you didn't deserve to live anymore. So validation is very important. If, if a woman did not validate a Lakota Sioux grave after he was properly, you know, indoctrinated and went through all of the rites and whatever, and it was like, if a woman in the, in the tribe, for whatever reason, did something to invalidate him, that he didn't deserve, she was told to leave the tribe, pick up your stuff and go, and don't come back. You, you just didn't do that. One of the things that made Hitler successful is that he was able to convince the German people in their darkest hour, this is before World War II, this is before, um, you know, um, this is, after Germany was terribly defeated in World War One, they were crushed, basically, left poor, the money wasn't worth anything, you know, I mean, foreigners had come in and was really running stuff, 
And Hitler taught the German people to stop beating each other up and validate each other. He taught the women to validate the men, to hold them up, to honor them, to, to show them, you know, appreciation. And he told the men to validate the women. And and this worked so well. Now, of course, I don't I don't admire Hitler, but my point is that he was able to transform the people under him at the time through the concept of understanding this concept of validation. So the table of validation is as follows. The, the center of the table is at pH 7. It's at a neutral place. And, and at this neutral place, we notice that every energy below this table of validation is a negative energy that destroys the energy of the tower of that person. And this is a very, very exact science. They put lab rats in there and done this to them and determined the validity of it. And I've labeled these seven steps as they get more, more and more powerful. And, but these words are really just basically labels to show a category of energy. So when you talk about the seven negative validations, you are talking about disregard. In other words, the person, you won't even acknowledge the person. You disregard the person. You walk down the street and you won't talk to them. You're talking about rejection. That's the next step up where, you know, that's an energy of rejection where, the, where you're saying the person is less than human, less than worthy. Then you get to the next level. You're talking about disrespect and disapproval, hatred, then you malign the other person. And the most powerful is revulsion. You re, you, the person is, is revolting to you. And so these energies are more exponentially powerful in their negative intent toward the entity they're directed at. And they create, in, 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 in ascending order, acidic toxins, toxic neurochemicals, and finally carcinogens. So that when a person is subjected to the negative aspects of the table of validation, they become acidic and eventually carcinogenic. And so when you look at the top part of this table of validation, we talk about acknowledgement, the simple act of saying, I acknowledge you, I acknowledge what you are, I acknowledge your work. Acceptance. You can be part of my circle. Come on into the, the you know, come on in. You're part, you're part of us. You're part of our gang, our clan, our clique. Approval, affection, appreciation, admiration, and at the top of the list is adoration. So adoration is the opposite of revulsion. So that when somebody goes out on stage and there's about 2,000 people in the audience and they finish singing and everybody rises and gives them a, a, a standing ovation and claps, that's adoration. And if you get that once a week from an audience of 2,000 people, you can pretty much almost do anything, or at least you feel like you can. It, it will erase a lot of negative stuff that's going on in your life. And, and these are energies we're talking about. Even though we're using the words acknowledgement, acceptance, approval, what we're talking about is a level of validating energy as we get into higher and higher stages of it. Therefore, the power couple is an expert in 
the art and science of validating their opposite partners, their partners. So the woman and the man become experts in the art and science of validating each other and understanding how to do that and how important it is. Because the world out here is constantly trying to invalidate you. It doesn't matter if you're white or black, if you live in Indonesia or Connecticut. When you walk out here into the world, the policeman riding down the street thinks that you're going to do something wrong. The judge in the court assumes you're guilty until you prove yourself innocent. Don't don't believe what they tell you. You walk into the bank and they are they're suspecting that you have ill intent. And they have their guard up against you until you can prove to them that that's your money you're asking for. And then half the time they don't want to give it to you. And so in life, you know, if you walk into a bar and you're trying to talk to a cute young lady, the first thing she wants to do is invalidate you and make you prove that you're valid, that you have a right to speak to her, that you have a right to her attention and affection. A man drives a nice car, lives in a nice house, he's riding around, and he goes to pick up his son from the soccer game, and the women wave at him, and he ignores them because he's basically saying, you are invalid. You don't look cute enough. You don't walk sweet enough. You are not offering me anything, and therefore, based on what I'm seeing, you are invalid to me. These things are constantly breaking down our energy. So at this point, this is the definition of a power couple, and I'm going to get into the fine, we're going to fine-tune this, take this to the next level, but I want to stop right now and give the audience a chance to ask questions if anybody's got their hand up. Uh, before we go to the next level of this, let everybody digest it and, and, and turn it back over to Kaya for a little bit. Make sure y'all better get ready up in this rascal. Um, if you do have a comment or a question or some feedback, the call-in number is 347-205-9089. 347-205-9089. This first hour has been covering the power couple, the power couple. And um, one of the things I wanted to bring up, y'all, was... Um, the brother Hotep from Hustle University. I'm going to be covering some of that information about the money and the intentions and the basket on September the 9th. He wrote a book called uh, Romance and Finance, only 33 pages. And if anybody, and, and it's under the premise of creating power couples. And you can find it at blackpowercouples.com or romanceandfinance.com. You get a CD and you get the, um, and you get the e-book. But one of the things he labeled, and this is on this is on page eleven, fundamental understanding number two: having a successful marriage is simple, but it ain't easy. In order to achieve this status, two people must share a delicate combination of at least nineteen attributes. Nineteen attributes of every power couple: communication, love, respect, compromise. Support, circle number five, please. Nurturing, circle number six. Intimacy, circle number seven. 
compatibility, vision, health, circle number 10, willingness to work, understanding, forgiveness, wisdom, honesty, sanity or clear thinking, grounded in reality, chemistry, and attraction, which is physical. And the reason I had pulled this up was because immediately when you uh, started talking about some of the scenarios you have, uh, I've lived in that in, in one of those scenarios where the man did all the healing and all the research, and the woman just was like, "Oh yes, this is great. This is this is this is so this is so delicious." But she didn't know that her sentence was incomplete, and it was really supposed to be, "Oh, this is so delicious. How I one how I turn this into a one-way street relationship." So to avoid that, I love what you said about. Somebody's got to have that job, you know, of taking care of, of the food or providing the water or, you know, which really are, is roles, roles. You know, we just started working with, um, we just started working with Trade King and they had a merger. They had a merger and in that merger they said now we're one family. And so I wanted to give read the definition because when you form a power couple, it is a merger. So this is from page 17 in Romance and Finance, the methodology for choosing the right mate, the overview. In a nutshell, the process of creating a power couple is much like the process of forming a business partnership. Because that's exactly, y'all didn't use the word business, but every successful marriage is supposed to produce more and more and more, just like a business. Partnership, definition one, a legal contract entered into by two or more persons in which each agrees to furnish a part of the capital and labor for business enterprise and by which each shares a fixed proportion of profits and losses. So you can take out the word capital and labor and business enterprise and put in power couple. So if I read it again, entered into by two or more persons in which each agrees to furnish a part of healing and nurturing for a power couple and by which each shares a fixed proportion of profits and losses. But when you have somebody come and bring in healing and nurturing, the losses are going to be very minimal. Definition number two of partnership is a relationship between individuals or groups that is characterized by mutual cooperation and responsibility as for the achievement of a specific, specified goal. People, please stop going into relationships without specified goals. And then his last part is depending on the type of power couple, process may be more like a business merger. And the definition of a merger is the union of two or more independent corporations under a single ownership. The union of two or more independent corporations under a single ownership. People, please, please, please take the words of Brother Yao and Coach Kyrie seriously tonight. If we're giving you this formula, it's also nitroglycerin. Nitroglycerin is not always dangerous. If you misuse it, then of course it is. But we really want you to start paying attention to these formulas that we're giving out tonight. And always and every week, this is show number 10. you got to go back and check out nine more, nine more shows 
but we really want you all to have a good definition of partnership and merger and responsibilities. You know, don't be parasitic. Don't be a parasite in a relationship because that can get ugly. I want to give a quick shout-out to everybody in the chat room who is, you know, been rocking with us tonight. Cancer Zero, all the guests, La Blue Inc., uh, Lady7905, Leslie T., Misha, Neb Maat Ray, Sassy Lynn, Stilts, and Wisdom Reborn. Thank you so much for joining us in the chat room and keeping it popping. Yes, kisses back to you, Wisdom Reborn. And then Misha says, yes, it all ties into it all ties in with Scentometry. And I'm even thinking that, y'all, next week we may even do the Friday show and let Dr. Nardi go in on the prostrate and the fibroids so next week we can have a really uh, combination show. We were going to do AIDS and HIV and some of the myths and things like that, but we might switch it up because if we're going to be doing uh, prostrate and fibroids next week, we may let Dr. Nardi come at it from his angle and then uh, you and I come at it from our angle on Thursday and really kick the doors in. What do you think about that idea? I've been checking into this intometry thing. I'm real impressed with it so far. I mean, I'm still at the early, 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 early stages of it, but I'm real impressed so far. I'm just, that's, that's all I'm going to say right now. But uh, people have been sleeping on stuff, you know, and I'm, I'm just like, how, how am I just learning about this now, you know? Um, and so... You know, people, Kaya has brought you a gym. You guys are like, you know, they're throwing pearls before swine. It's tramping over that to go get the, to watch the Atlanta Housewives and stuff. <laughs> listening to this stuff. I mean, seriously, this is like, this guy's doing this work, and it's like, you know, it's <laughs> uh, <laughs> some high-level stuff. And people need to, need to wake up and take it seriously, really. Yes, uh, we do have a caller on the line, um, so let me get to over to that. But I did have um, Stilts ask me to repeat the 19 attributes of the power couple, so I'm going to run over that one more, one more time real quick. Communication, love, respect, compromise, support, nurturing, intimacy, compatibility, vision, Health, willingness to work, understanding, forgiveness, wisdom, honesty, sanity or clear thinking, grounded in reality, chemistry, and physical attraction. Those are the 19. Before we get to that caller, y'all, what do you think about those 19 attributes of a power couple? They're, they're, they're all in contrast. We use different languages and whatever, but they're all in Tantra. That is um, Leslie out of Toronto. We were down at the Blue Butterfly event, and she met Hotep. And Hotep was just, you know, he was just, you know, he was just coming out of his books, and he was just talking and relaxing, and she just kept saying, he knows Tantra, he knows Tantra. And Hotep said, no, 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 uh, uh, Coach, Coach is the Tantra guy. Coach is the Tantra guy. I just show you how you get your money up. And she was like, no, no, you know Tantra, you know Tantra. He says, well, that's yet to be seen, but just by, you know, us as a as a community starting to come together now with different aspects, you know, the, the monetary, the spiritual, the relationships, the sexual, the communication, you know, it's, it's, it's so wonderful that 
that old maxim of the cream is rising to the top. You know, here we have these people who don't even know each other in, you know, physically in life, but are really coming at these sciences to heal people and to form new relationships moving forward very strongly. I mean, I think it's a great thing myself. So I'm looking forward to all of the bells and whistles that's going to be attached to everything that we're producing uh, continuing out 2012 and into the new millennium at the Aquarian, Aquarian age. Uh, let me get to the caller. First caller, your microphone is open from the 973-332. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Uh, my name is uh, Sirius Brothers. Oh, shucks, now he's in the building. How you doing, brother? Guy? How you doing, you know, we relaxing and Max, and always glad to have you on board tonight. How you feeling, big brother? Hey, man, I'm doing well, man. I'm getting ready to head out of town, go out to uh, Bahamas, St. Thomas, and St. Martin. So I'll be out of here tomorrow. But I wanted to uh, call in on the show. Uh, I had a question for Master Yao. Um, I often hear the uh, term uh, with the uh, use of the uh, tower inside of the body. And metaphysically, normally we will hear as there's something in, there's normally something on the outside. So in relation to the concept of the uh, power couples, are are or have there been any ancient cultures that have used this uh, type of uh, technology, if you will, within an external type of tower working together with one another to create a uh, or manifest uh, desired things? For a community or society or a country? The answer to that question is, for the most part, a secret knowledge. I'll give you what I can. Uh, the answer to that question is yes. In fact, it's still going on. In fact, when you get to the higher levels of Grand Trine, uh, we offer certain uh, indoctrinations into things that are for the most part, secret. So we we talk about Napoleon Hill's concept of a mastermind, which came out of uh, older and more um, revered knowledge, shall we say. And Ra and Ephraim Men have spoken about this concept of a mastermind, and so have several other prominent people. The mastermind concept basically talked about people coming together for a cause that, you know, they subjugate their personal desires and wants and begin to work for something higher and better for a group. So the tower concept has existed for centuries. And um, I, I can't get into some of the secret aspects of it, but I will just say that uh, when you get people who have gone through some of these preliminary stages and show that they're serious and devoted, oftentimes, when they least expect it, they're approached by a silent man, uh, a nondescript man, and asked, do they want to join something? And basically what happens is these entities, these organizations are always looking out in the society to see what cream rises up to the top. And when they see a person or a couple 
getting to a place where they're actually starting to show that they are no longer simply working for the, the basic things of life, then every once in a while one of them are plucked to be a part of one of these groups called movements to do what you're talking about. Now, the, the, uh, you're combining two concepts when you talk about the external towers. You're combining the concept of the fact that you, you, do not, you do not expect the masses to come to grips with all of this stuff. And somebody needs to be um, charting the course, so to speak. So first of all, you have to understand how the law of manifestation works, and you have to show that you're actually capable of doing it. In other words, you are actually doing it as a couple. Then number two, you have to be part of a mastermind group and a real mastermind group. And when you combine these two things, then you create um, what is called an external tower. Now, <clears throat> this external tower is a power current that is similar to the power current inside the human body. But in matter of fact, it includes not only human entities that are alive, it includes ancestral entities which have which are deceased but active and, and evolved. It includes elemental entities that are created to carry out the will of this over entity. And it normally also includes uh, organizations or institutions, if you will, or corporate entities, businesses, trades, or cartels. Normally these things have a tribal goal or a community goal or a city goal, and in some cases a national goal. Um, certain banks were started this way. Certain things in Hong Kong that they call trade houses, which now are billion-dollar enterprises, multi-billion dollars, that have existed for six or 700 years, and even the nations don't go against them because they're operating on these principles. In Egypt, in ancient Egypt, they used these concepts to make it rain in the desert. <clears throat> and so they took obelisks, they took them out to where there was no rain, planted them, and these external towers undertook rituals, exercises, and et cetera, et cetera. And what they did was they learned how to draw cloud formations there on a regular basis, change the grid lines on the earth, and cause it to rain and to plant trees and to create series of oases so that, um, that it rained and they could plant there. It's like irrigation, except instead of you piping water there and having it sprayed into the air, you uh, petition nature to do it for you. And, and other people have done this for all types of things um, to, to create armies, to make their armies more powerful. For the most part, it's been used to help nations become more powerful or to engage in trade. That's where it's been used the most. And in some scenarios, these towers have become so powerful that they influence the course of nations. I hope that's answered your question. That's about as much as I can say at this time. 
Yes, it did. Um, interesting enough, um, through some of my own personal experiences, I found by by um, through uh, tantra, uh, when you raise the level of uh, organ energy within an area, that you can actually affect the weather to actually bring about the uh, rain clouds. It's almost like a purification of the uh, energy that goes on uh, where that energy is being uh, radiated uh, from, either by use of uh, devices that are made, but actually even through the organ energy that's within a uh, a woman's body, within her uh, a womb, you know, her hips. Um, interesting enough about the uh, tower was that I had an opportunity to read the Oracle of Kim Sa-nu, which was actually a great book, and I would definitely recommend people who are listening to this to read that. And within that story, it was definitely uh, mentioned things about a uh, tower and about um, ancestors who were, I would say, uh, elevated or enlightened ones that were allowed to uh, enter the tower and function almost as a community, you know, as a power community. So it's uh, very interesting that you actually brought that up, and uh, I would definitely suggest people to read that book, The Oracle of Kim Sanu. I thank you for the opportunity of fielding my question, and uh, also I'll be here listening on the line if I have any other questions as well. Thank you very much, Brother Kyer. I love you both. The book, The Oracle of Kim Sanu, uh, it's a book of fiction, but at the same time, it contains many advanced tantra concepts if you read between the lines and read into the story. Um, on this program, we're dealing with the elementary basics of tantra, the towers, the mechanics of tantra. But uh, people who have risen up and learned some of these things when, you know, when you're talking about a society that's been uh, in existence for 100 years, they, they went way beyond what we're talking about. The time of civilization, which existed in the Sino Peninsula below Korea and China, where now is Vietnam, Cambodia, Laos, and Thailand, Burma, before they started all the wars and the, and the Buddhist invasions, they had a very advanced civilization where they did these things and they rose to a place where women could heal just by making love to a person, where men could heal just by laying hands on and they could elevate your spirit to give you consciousness, so to speak, cosmic consciousness or elevated consciousness just through a tantric touch. And so in these civilizations there were secrets, many secrets. Unfortunately, when a catastrophe like war comes, these secret societies and these secret organizations who are doing these works, some of which were for the betterment of society, some of which were for their own personal gain and greed, these things were erased and the knowledge of it was lost for a time. But I can tell you that in, um, in these great tantric civilizations, they were doing some things that you know, the stuff of legends now, myths have been written about it, stories and, and novels have been written about it, but they don't begin to tell what actually happened. And, I might add, it's still happening today. It's still, it's still going on today. 
I just wish more people would be like cream rising to the top and take these things seriously so that they get to the place where they can actually experience some of these miracles. Yeah, actually, uh, based on my, you know, my personal experiences and, you know, the work we've done in the program, um, I don't consider myself a uh, tantra teacher. You know, I'm more of a uh, doer. You know, I don't have a lot of knowledge about a lot of the history and things like that, but through the uh, interactions that we have uh, done, uh, we have uh, definitely seen a lot of things that are very uh, miraculous on many different levels. You know, and many people have come from, you know, Facebook, and they've come and actually saw and experienced something that was very real, you know, that was beyond what most of their logical minds could uh, perceive to be a reality. And it continually keeps happening. It just happened this past weekend, again, you know, and the consistency has been there. And um, when you get one person who's charged or two people who are charged with this type of energy to enter space with other people, um, the things that can occur are uh, unlimited. And I always try to pass that message along to other people, you know. Um, and that's pretty much all I have to uh, say at this uh, point. Thank you again. At one point in the class, there were six women, I think five women, who uh, remained behind after one particular session. We turned down the lights. We didn't tell the women to undress or anything like that. Some of them took off some of their clothing. Not they didn't get naked or anything like that, but some of them just loosened up to get comfortable. Most of them had their clothing on, and we had the women just lay around in different places, just like a casual kind of a way. And we had four brothers there, and we began to rotate from one woman to the next, doing a specific type of energy work. It was unscripted. But at one point in time, all of the women were orgasmic, and all of the women were exchanging healings, where one woman would heal, and her healing vibration then arced out and caught a hold of the next woman and started to heal her. And we had random healings, random orgasms, and random... Uh, it was quite almost miraculous how it how it played out. I won't get into all the details. I won't mention the names or anything like that. The serious brother was one of the brothers there taking part in that, and his energy was instrumental in making this a reality. I can tell you that the next day those women had changed. They weren't the same. I I only wish that we had more women in this work who could do the same who could carry the energy to that level where they could get six or seven men in the room and bring them all up into a high orgasmic state and cause them to spontaneously heal like that. But again, these are elementary feats, basic feats. These are not advanced tantra feats, even though they may seem like it. There are much greater things on the horizon that are being done it can be done, but I will, I will say again, these things are at this point in time still kept secret, and they have to be kept secret because people will try to pick it apart. You just can't do stuff with everybody. So 
Do we have another caller, Kair? Uh, shall we move to the next part of the program? We do have one more caller. Thank you, Buck Brother Says. I appreciate it. I'm going to put you back on mute, but you're still going to be on the line, all right? Yes, sir. Uh, caller from the 404-294. Your microphone is open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hello, caller from the 404-294. Hello, hello. Might have your phone on mute. Hello? All right, we'll get back to you as soon as we'll get back to you later then. Hello, this is Hotep. Ah, my man Hotep is in the building. Uh, Big Brother Hotep, I want you to meet Big Brother Yao Morris. And we were just talking about you, and I was letting the people know about, well, tonight we're talking about singles and couples, and we're talking about the formula for power couples. And Big Brother Yao, uh, I told him the story of you being in Atlanta, and Leslie just flat out told you that you knew Tantra. You were Tantra. And then Hotel said, no, 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 that's that's Coach. He got that lane. But tonight we have already uh, been over here debating, and, uh, and, 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 the, and the jury has went back in and deliberated and came back out. And we wanted to go ahead and give you, you know what I'm saying, your, uh, your preliminary Tantra papers live on the air. <laughs> well, Big Brother, listen, I am right outside a building where of a, a networking event that I'm uh, supposed to be at, but I wanted to check in and say peace to Coach and everybody that's listening. Uh, and if you're talking about power couples, you're talking about me, you're talking about a topic that's near and dear to my heart, and I wanted to shout you out. I wanted to at least chime in for a second if I could. Um, for the, the people that are listening, the people that are involved in the conversation, so you let me know how I can be be of service, and and and, and I will do so. Well, since you only got about two or three minutes, we're gonna let you go back up in there. But we just wanted you to come in from um, the importance of um, the intentions. You know, the intentions and how teamwork makes the dream work. Yahweh had pointed out earlier about how. Um, delegation of authority in a power couple, how someone must be responsible for the water, someone must be responsible for the bread. You know, if someone's a stronger healer, then they need to be taking advantage of that for maybe for a couple of weeks or a couple of months, and then the other partner, you know, has to come in and relieve some of those pressures. But could you talk about the aspect of um, teamwork or maybe communications or any of those 19 aspects um in the handbook that you have, Romance and Finance. Absolutely, and I'm glad the conversation has already uh, dealt with those those aspects of things. Um, I, I always say that uh, in order to build a power couple, it is important that both parties understand that they are two members of the same team and that they've identified a goal for the team. So just like any team, whether it's in basketball, football, or any other sport, you know, the team works together for the benefit of achievement of that goal, whether it's a championship, a ring, or whatever it is. So it's not about what I want. It's not about what you want. It's about what we want together and what's in the best interest of us achieving and reaching this goal. So as you said, teamwork does make the dream work, and it's important for any power couple to be formed that both parties understand that it's about the goal and the mission that we set for ourselves, not about you, it's not about me. 
with that being said, I would like to talk about compromise, because that's what you guys were talking about there when we were talking about delegating responsibility. It's a matter of compromise. I compromise and submit, and my wife compromises and she submits for the sake of the team and the achievement of those goals. And so there's areas in which I'm stronger, I'm more, uh, I'm more uh, uh, experienced in, and my wife submits to my will when it comes to those areas. But likewise, I'm willing to submit to her in those areas where she is better at that, more experienced or stronger. And it is important to do so. I, I do that not as because I'm trying to be a nice person. I don't do that because uh, I lack ego or, you know, as they say, a, a weak man. I do that because I understand that my wife is better suited for that role and for that responsibility. And I... And because it's for the best of the team and the achievement of their goal, I submit to her will. And a um, perfect example is in the area of organization, right? My wife is better organized than I am, right? So when it comes to uh, certain aspects in the household, my wife, when it comes to finances, for example, because my wife is so well organized, I say, babe, look, I make money. I'm just going to give this money over to you. And I can trust and know that you're going to do with it what's necessary because you're so well organized that you're going to make sure that the, bill, the, the money goes to the certain bills that we need to pay and to the investments and to the savings and all the other things that we have involved. You give, you, if I was in charge of the money, you know, I might think of a business concept or idea and might, you know, might gamble the money on something that uh, may not be necessary, but, you know, because I brainstorm a brand new idea, I want to take the money and do something special with it. So I submit to her will when it comes to that because she's stronger, she's more organized, and, um, and steady. Me as the entrepreneur, I, am, I take more risky steps, and so I have money that's delegated to that. But my point is submission is important, compromising for the sake of the team. And uh, so I just want to share that little bit with you guys. I hope that add something to the conversation that was already had before. Absolutely. Y'all, you think you can do something with that? Y'all, does it sound tantric uh, to you? <laughs> Sounds like tantric to me. <laughs> <laughs> Hotel, we bringing you in, bro. Don't try to don't try to run or hide. You know what I'm saying? We know, what, gonna, we know natural talent in, when we see it. I'm going to be <laughs> in Atlanta tomorrow. Oh, wow. Wow, well, please, please. Yeah, let's let, let's chop it up, big brother. I'm I'm available tomorrow for you know. Give me a call. And Saturday I'm on lockdown. I'm pursuing. I'm finishing up an MBA degree, so Saturday I'm on lockdown. But Friday is really a good day. In fact, I'll give my number and you and anybody else listening that wants to, to converse further. Four zero four two nine four seven one six five. I can be reached directly at this number. It's four zero four two nine four. 7165, and I'd like to find out more about what you do, Big Brother, and uh, how we can be of service to each other. I'll call you With that being Okay, good, good. With that being said, Coach, i got to run into this event. I apologize to you and all people listening that I can't be uh, involved in, in, any further at this point, but I uh, just wanted to chime in because, Coach, you know I'm in your corner, my brother. That's what's up, Lord. Hold on for a minute. You know I got to, before you get up out of here, you know how we treat our people. We treat our family just like this right here. We say, uh.
You know, they're going crazy right here by Hotep. All right, big brother, get on in there and get that money. All right, will do. Big brother, I'll speak to you later. Yes, sir. Peace. So I want to give a formula now for the power couple to use to take this to the next level. Um, in the class we talk about, in level two, we talk about a particular type of a bank. And basically we talk about the couple as a bank, functioning as a bank. And so what I want to talk about now is where we are today and where we should be going. So what we see today is that the woman who has um, has not harnessed her sexual energy, who is not Tantra, whose tower is in disrepair, is basically producing fibroids. In other words, her creative energy, because her, her archetypes are not online, her creative sexual energy is moving to create fibroids and to create manifestations in her life that work against what she wants. And when we see the common man today, he is basically destroying his prostate. In the same way that the woman is creating fibroids, the males are creating uh, uterine-like tissue in their prostate. They're producing soft, gelatin-like prostate tissue that's weak, cysts, and, and, and the prostate is becoming enlarged and weak. And basically... They're not producing fibroids, but what they're producing is, is the prostate gland that basically is dysfunctional. And what we need to do is by redirecting this energy, we want to stop producing fibroids and we want to stop producing uh, prostate cysts and we want to stop producing treasures. So the power couple begins with dreams so that they need to learn how to use dream therapy to produce what they want. Mm. So like like an entity, like a company, like a bank, they want to, to develop a merger uh, strategy to create profit per share, to create treasuries. And they want to be very specific. And the key to this is learning how to create a basket. Now, we begin this process of dream therapy. The dreams that we're talking about are lucid dreams. In other words, you want to become awake and aware in your dreams, and you want to do this as a couple. So it begins with orgasm. So, And we want to do a special type of orgasm. Now, in order for us to come to orgasm, we have to have a tension and a release. And normally this tension and release is not managed. You basically get aroused, you build up tension, you have sex, and you have a release, and it's not directed to accomplish anything. Thus, it builds fibroids and it destroys the prostate. So to change this dynamic, we move into a dream regimen so that we seamlessly move from a meditation into sex, into a dream. <clears throat> now, here's how it works. The meditation deals with a particular sound that is repeated over and over again, like a mantra, which is the carrier for the energy 
that's going to create the dream environment. Uh, I can't give out the secrets of that, but I'll just give the, the basics. So you're going to do this mantra, you're going to do this meditation together for approximately 15 minutes. Then you're going to do the tantra table work. Whoever is going to be the carrier of that night, male or female, the opposite person does the energy work on them. Then you begin to make love. And the purpose of making love in this particular case is to delay ejaculation and final climax as long as possible and to create many orgasms outside of the body. These orgasms occur in the energetic body, in the tower. I'll say this again. You do certain bondage and certain breath work and certain things where you clench the perineum and you clench the anus and you put your tongue in different places and you're doing different things with your body and you're in different positions so that you're delaying regular orgasm and you're having auric orgasm. Now, they feel like regular orgasms. They're not as intense, but they're more powerful in creation. Then, so ideally, the man would not ejaculate at all. And the woman has orgasm, but she doesn't have ejaculatory squirting, and she does not have orgasm in which she, she lets everything go. She has orgasms that are continuous. In other words, they are, they are orbital orgasms. Now, then you move immediately from these orgasms into a place where you begin to listen to the dream CD. And the dream CD conditions you for sleep. It has special technology in the CD so that when you listen to it, you go into a trance state. You shut the CD off, the two of you, and then you go immediately to sleep. But this is a special sleep, and you have special dreams. And in these dreams, after a while, you become aware that you're dreaming. And then you begin to implement the vision that you had in the meditation. So you have a meditation where you have a particular vision of your goal, of your basket, using particular types of sound technology. Then you go into an orgasmic session where, once again, you have a particular sound technology at work, and this sound technology is based on the rhythm of the orgasm, the rhythm produced in the perineum muscle from the orgasm, but not ejaculation and not orgasms that are climactic. So basically, you're building up the energy and you're not releasing it. And the energy goes into the image, the thought, the manifestation. Then you go into the dream CD where you further take this energy and harness it toward a particular type of dream. And it is in the dream state when your subconscious, when your conscious mind and your left brain is shut down, that this energy bonds to the image and begins to change the dream. So the dream becomes very vivid, usually it's in color, very bright. You see things very clearly, and in the dream you are aware that you're dreaming, and the goal is to do something to the basket, to do something to the goal, 
I'll explain the basket in a moment. Now, what happens is that when the man or the woman, either one, has the vision and the dream that is in sync with the vision and the manifestation, then you have successfully programmed your subconscious mind to go out and create in real life this goal. And the next morning, you wake up and you begin to work as if this manifestation has already occurred. So now, you may have to do this for a couple of weeks straight before you have enough energy invested into this image and this manifestation to actually create it. And here's the secret to this. Well, I can't give you the secret to it, but I'm going to give you the the outline of what leads up to the secret. The secret to this is the method of how you create the basket. The basket is a metaphor for saying a mechanism in the real world for catching the money, catching the benefit. This is the profit per share of the partnership of the merger. This is something so that when you manifest this energy of orgasm, there is some place for it to go so that it creates money, wealth, or power. Now, this basket uh, can be many things. Um, You know, if if it were a bank account, then there has to be some way for the money to collect to get into the bank account. If it's a business, it has to be some conduit that steers money into the business. Um, And this is the secret to manifestation based on the law of attraction for a power couple. And when the power couple is operating like this, the fibroids begin to reduce, the prostate begins to strengthen, and you begin to put things into your treasury. You begin to say, I want this. Therefore, my mechanism for getting it is to two or three times a month or if you're just starting for the next two weeks, we're not going to make love for the purpose of pleasure, even though it is pleasurable. We're going to make love and we're going to hold on to our ejaculation. We're going to hold on to our climax. So the man will have orgasms. They're mild orgasms, but they're not occurring in the reproductive area. They're occurring in the brain and in the auric field. The woman is going to have orgasms. In fact, she may be continuously orgasmic, but she's not going to burst forth and have a vaginal orgasmic orgasmic climax. She's going to have a series of orgasms that are rhythmic, and she's going to harness that energy through the meditation, through the energy session, through the sexual session, carry it into the dream CD, into the dream world when they're asleep, and they're basically creating a manifestation ball, a manifestation ball of energy. And this thing then will fill that basket. Now, the secret to this is the creation of the basket. And this is knowledge that we only give out in the classes. But when you're able to connect this basket to this ball of energy, this ball of tantric energy that you're amassing over this two-week period of time, then in the dream you'll see the key. The dream will show you how what you have to do to fill that basket. And sometimes the dream will show you 
that the basket that you have isn't the right one, it'll direct you to a different basket. And when I say basket, the basket can be a business enterprise, uh, a one-time event. It can be a, a relative uh, that's uh, going to give you the money or invest in it. It could be uh, an insurance policy. It could be something that you've overlooked. And so this, this entity, this basket, is something that is the key because this is the thing that's actually going to generate the money into your account or into this event or business. So this is, is, is the law of manifestation. This is the law of attraction. And this is what a power couple does using sex to take their relationship to the next level. Now, when you do this, it really, really, really causes an energetic connection between the heart chakra of the man and the heart chakra of the woman. And so if a, a person who can see the aura looks at these two people, they will see a strong conduit, an electromagnetic conduit that's real, that's arcing out from the man, connecting to the woman at the heart level. It pushes other entities and things which are attached to their art body aside. And this connection becomes stronger and stronger. And it feeds this basket. It feeds this ball of energy. It feeds the bond between the two of them so that they are strong. So we only have 10 minutes left. Um, um, I think that um, I've said enough on that particular subject about as much as I can say without going into the, 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 the secret parts of it and the, the specific aspects of, you know, the actual sounds that you use and the actual postures, the actual sexual positions that you use and some of the things that have to be dealt with in terms of how to delay orgasm and how to delay the ejaculation. But that is the formula. That is the recipe for true couple, power couple manifestation. And when a couple learns to be able to do this, then they also discover that they learn to make love better, that they learn to solve health issues, they learn to create an ideal child and bring down an offended ancestor. They learn how to connect to their ancestors. They learn how to control the elemental forces, and they learn how to bring their DNA online. And carrying out this, this exercise where the power couple has gone through the things we've talked about before, where they're validating each other, where they're giving each other energy, where they're being complementary to each other, where they're building up the physical body of the health. When they've gone through these things and they get to the point where they're truly manifesting then they are, in my book, the definition of a power couple. Kaya? Yeah, um, I want to add a little a little spice to that gumbo mix that you gave. Can't take away any of it, but for me personally, in my experiences, I really wish I would have known more about the astral harmony and looking at the natal chart. I remember when we first came on the show, you started talking about the natal promise. Um, or the natal makeup of a person, looking at the potential 
And I used to be angry at people when they used to want to get an astrological reading and they were always asking about their partner. But I'm not angry anymore because I see the wisdom in it. But you still have to know about yourself. But the potential, like, for in a woman's chart, where's her sun, Jupiter, and Mars? And is the person who has those attributes or the person that they are thinking about coming into forming a power couple, um, where are they placing those in their chart? So let's say if your chart is on the inside and you draw a wheel on the outside and another person is bringing Jupiter to your seventh house or their son to your seventh house, then you're going to have a warmer relationship with that person because that's the house of relationships. Whereas if you have a person who brings Saturn to your seventh house or even Saturn to your tenth house, tenth house is the house of what you'll be known for and what you're popular for, then um, you're going to have a, a, a rougher time. It's not that it won't work, but it's going to be a rougher time. And I think that people should really, really start looking into that, those combinations, and then even looking at particular dates to do some of these rituals that uh, that Yao is proposing to give out. Because when you find a real a real vortex in the universe, this power grid that you can activate with sexual energy, then your basket can fill up a whole lot bigger and faster. I'm going to say bigger and faster. Now, also, I want to give out the definition for committed relationships. means committed to the practice. It doesn't mean, oh, he's cheating on me or he's looking at some other girl's butt or he's talking to the drive through girl at McDonald's. Committed to the relationship. Committed to the practice. When you are away from your partner, are you doing your meditations? Are you doing your qigongs? Are you are you involved? Are you involved and committed to the practice of the tantric lifestyle 24 hours a day? Your partner's gone for two weeks out of town on a business trip. Are you committed to the practice? So when he comes back or she comes back and you all meet and unite, then everybody's bringing their faculties online. That's a committed relationship. Okay. Um, we also have six minutes left. Y'all's going to be gone in ten I'm going to open the lines up and take this caller, but I'm going to stay on for a few more minutes for questions and comments. If anybody does need to call in, well, you all need to call in because the stream will be stopping in six minutes, 347-205-9089, 347-205-9089. And before we take this caller, I see the lines are lighting up already. Uh, we did have a question, Yao. I answered it for you in the chat room. Is Master Yao single? Good gracious. That was right after the auric <laughs> orgasm comment. Oh, that's a serious question? Oh, well, I already, well, I went ahead and put you out there. You know what I'm saying? I didn't see no rings on your finger the last time I saw you. So I said, yeah, he's single until, you know, until y'all check with him. But, you know, he is, he he has a Facebook page, Yao Morris with the red shirt on. You know, hit that inbox up. Don't be afraid. Send him a friend request. And uh, I'm going to just... You know, I'm gonna just follow back on that one. Oh yeah, she just she just put in the chat room. She said, "Yes, I'm serious." Right? Okay. Let's open up the. Like I said, I'm just putting that out there, like a back, just like you know, I'm the point guard on the team. I'm gonna let y'all do the scoring around here. Let, let, let me make a quick comment on that. Uh oh. Um, it's 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 very difficult for a woman 
to be in a relationship with me. It's a challenge. I'm just going to tell you straight up. And therefore, you know, I don't try to subject women to that unless they're really, you know, at a certain place in their life where they can where they can deal with that kind of pressure. I mean, uh, when, you, when you talk about someone who's, uh, you know, got women on the table, bringing them to orgasm on a regular basis, you know, that's a real challenge for a woman to deal with that. So my my life is not orthodox. It's very unorthodox. Therefore, to try to 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 use the social definitions of relationships uh, the way that they are out there to define what I do with women is very, very difficult. So you could say technically I'm single. Uh, you could kind of say that, I guess, but uh, I wouldn't say that I'm not. Come on, man. Come on. You uh, uh, They get the message. You got to get out of here in three minutes and the lines right, are lighting right. up. So they get the message. They get the message. They get the message. First first caller, 612. Well, basically what I'm, in Kyrie Street terms is have your stuff together when you want to go into a relationship with a tantric man. The insecurities is the first thing you're going to have to get rid of and, your, and all of your um, counterfeit personalities will be checked at the door. Okay. Caller from 612-483. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Oh, this is Leslie Kyer. How are you? Oh, all is well. All is well. Hi, Leslie. <laughs> uh, hi, Master Yao. How are you? <laughs> How you doing, Leslie? Oh, man, I got to tell you. I just this have is some a dream feedback. come true. <laughs> I just have some feedback. You know, I've been listening to this show um, since the beginning of the series, and just from the radio show alone, I've, man, made some leaps and bounds. Uh, well, I shouldn't say from the radio show alone. I did get your book, Awakening the Master Feminine, read it and used it, and, and there's some changes that I don't even want to say on the radio. <laughs> All is really, really well. I can't wait to be able to meet you in person and just be able to really build on what I've learned here. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. It all sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> what, what city right. are you from, Leslie? Minneapolis. Well, I, I want to come out there. I want you to come out here, too. You said if you can gather, what, ten people? What did you say? How many well, no, we don't have to do that anymore because I'm I'm in the process of converting my office into a broadcast facility now, and hopefully in September or October, uh, we're going to be doing uh, virtual classes. So it does, if, if you're in Bangladesh, if you've got high-speed internet, you can attend the classes because we're oh, going to be doing we're going to be doing this we're going to be doing the classes in person in Atlanta, Newark, and Baltimore. Okay. But that's probably you know, we may we may stretch out to Houston because Houston is serious, and so we're going to have to deal with Houston because, you know, they're serious down there in Houston. But, yes, but uh, the Midwest we, is starving, starving. But we're, but we're probably going to recruit most other cities and places in this virtual class platform that we're putting together. Now, okay. we're, we're putting together a high-tech center here at, my, my, at the Tantra Townhouse, and we're going to be able to do real-time broadcasting live where you can see me 
I'm going to have a massage table set up in the office here so that we're going to have a model, a female model come over, and we're going to be able to show you what we're doing with her so that you can see it. You'll be able, the webinar uh, format that we're looking at will allow you to raise your hand by pushing a button on the screen, Mm -hmm. and you'll be able, we'll be able, I'll be able to see you if you have a webcam, just like with Skype, and I'll be able to, you can show me specific things, Uh, I'll be able to show you stuff, answer questions, and we're going to do a special scenario. It's a subscription-based thing that you you pay a small amount each month instead of one big fee for the class, and the classes will be ongoing probably once a week for one or two hours, and we're going to take this to another level. So we're putting that in motion right now. You should send an email to Kensa New. I'm sorry, to Kensa three 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 at gmail dot com. That's K H E M S A three three three. That's three three. So that's Kensa three 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 at gmail dot com. And say I want to be on the virtual class list. And we've already okay. got quite quite a list of people who want to be on that. So when we start these webinars, um, it, it's going to be a whole nother piece. We're going to go high tech on y'all, and we're we're, <laughs> we're not we're, we're going to be doing the radio broadcast on with Kyrie, and then we're going to follow that with the classes where you'll actually be able to see in real time. You'll be able to see me do some of the stuff. So I'm going to tell you about it, then I'm going to demonstrate it right for you. Uh, we're hoping that when we do this people as they get some knowledge and they get get a little bit under their belt, that couples will will both be in the room and that they'll be working on each other as I'm explaining things. Mm, that uh, nice. and if you're single, you'll find a platonic friend that you're close to of the opposite sex mm-hmm. and they'll be in the room with you and the two of you will be able to 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 learn this stuff you just need a little bit of dedication, um, and uh, you know, you need to get a couple of books. But uh, we have, we're, we're going to be able to send you the, all of these things we talk about: the mantras, the dream CD, all of the special positions. We'll be able to show them to you uh, ah. in real time, so that okay. you'll be able to subscribe, go online, and week by week you'll gradually understand what we're talking about when we talk about the power of Tantra. You'll be able to see the position. You'll be able to understand how to do the auric work. You'll be able to understand how to delay ejaculation. You'll be able to understand how to do energy work on your mate. You'll be able to understand and do these things that we're talking about. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That was just a message coming in. I'm I'm really really happy that you're doing that. It I'll I'll be sending out the email. I can't wait. I got the high definition camera. It's all good. I'm ready for that. <laughs> so, you know, and I, w- I want to encourage everybody out there to go to my website www.masteryao. That's y a o. dot com and purchase the book Awakening the Master Feminine. Go on the website, get the book, and also get the book, The Oracle of Kensa New. That book is dynamite. I'm telling you, it's dynamite. 
And so those are the two books you're going to need. And when we start doing this um, uh, class, this virtual class, we're going to take this thing to another level. I'm telling you right now. Okay. All right. Well, I'll do that. Um, definitely get the second book. You said September, October. That's perfect timing. Well, yeah. thank you. Really. You're welcome, you. Leslie. We appreciate you for calling in tonight. Oh, thanks, Coach. Hi, year. <laughs> yeah. Leslie's also um, using some of that information as background information for her two daughters, too. So I really want to just, you know what I'm saying, give out a crazy big shout-out for that. This is a dream come true. It's awesome, baby. You know, we go over the top five listeners. Thank you, Leslie. Thank you. Coach, I'm going to take one more question, and then I'm going to have to uh, sign out of here and, and, and get ready for this plane. Do we okay. have anybody else with their hand up? Yeah, we got two more. I'll take the second one. <clears throat> the first one, calling in from the 336-926. Loving LaFay, your microphone is open. Thanks for joining us tonight. Hello, Kair, and greetings, Master Yao. Absolutely. Thank you. Greetings to you. It's exactly one month to you and grace us with your presence here in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. I'm looking forward to it. I understand that's the, some of the best-looking women in North Carolina are in Winston-Salem. That's what I was told. Oh, indeed. You were told the absolute truth. <laughs> well, I'm truly looking forward to the event and um, meeting you in person. And I just once again uh, wanted to convey how so much of what you said resonates with me. And I've been exploring, you know, um, more and more in regards to Tantra. Well, uh, we've got the perfect venue down there. I just, I mean, it's like, that, like you talked about a dream come true, um, <laughs> <laughs> a spa, a nice big balcony deck, uh, a bunch of beautiful men and beautiful women trying to better themselves and live a blissful, fulfilled life. That's like a vacation for me. Yes, indeed. And we're actually having, let me give a shout-out to the event this weekend, which is the Rejuvenation Music Arts and Wellness Festival that will be held at my Audi Spa. And I am what you call the resident astrologer <laughs> at the spa. And um, I will be giving readings all weekend for this event. It's just a real impact um, itinerary, including yoga and tai chi, and a lot of other uh, events, live music, and so on and so forth. So, um, you know, my Audi Spa is just really growing and embracing, you know, many, you know, areas of uh, spiritual uh, growth and health and wellness. Well, you know, Kanye is saying, so you should get him up there on stage and get him to do a couple of numbers. <laughs> Kanye sings? No, I wouldn't have said that. Absolutely. You didn't know that? No, I didn't. Well, maybe he will. He'll do a number for us at the event. Oh, he's a, oh, he's a corner. And if you get a couple of women to do some energy work on him, he might hit some high notes for you. Oh, yeah. Now, he loves the ladies, and that'll be a pervading factor for him. 
<laughs> it's all good. I can't make it. I got a family reunion this weekend. If I had, but if I had my helicopter like I would next year, I'd be able to pop in and out. Cause that's a three day affair, and I saw how they had Tai Chi posting mm-hmm. up real big on that rascal. So y'all go over to my IT Spas Facebook page, um, fan page, and check out that event, and check out Love and Lefay's page as well. And Lefay will be there in the building on September the ninth, um, for the um like after the after the workshop, she'll be in there doing some of the readings because I'm gonna throw her a massive alley oop and she's gonna be she's gonna be overwhelmed with people standing in line because of the astral harmony section that I'm gonna be doing that's really gonna relate to um natal premises and positions and potentials with your partners as we form these tantric power couples. Wow, and Kyrie, that really is going to correlate with my concept of passionate partnership, focusing on the Venus aspect and the Mars aspect, divine feminine, divine masculine coming together. So I'm really looking forward to it all. Voila, and I need all you ladies to have on some nice, nice, fresh, brand-new lingerie underneath, just in case anything, the notch get turned up. Just in case now, just in case, y'all. Something goes down. We want Winston Seven to be able to represent because we're going to we're going to Charlotte two weeks after that. So you know, Winston Seven, we want y'all to be ready to represent. I heard they got some hot lingerie down there, so we want to see the evidence. All right, now, well, you know what? We are really getting the word out here, you know, locally, and so I'm I'm sure it's going to be a big you know, attraction, because this is a wonderful thing, and, and I'm so glad, Kair, for your connection with Master Yao and bringing him to, you know. And this is the first one. This ain't the last one. This is just the first one, so y'all get ready. Winston-Salem, September the 9th. Thank you, Miss Salem, and move on to – I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, okay, all right, go ahead, go ahead. I, I want to move right. on to the next caller because y'all got to go catch this plane. All right, thank you. All right, y'all. And now, of course, you know, the lines are calling. Everybody wants to talk to y'all. So, um, I'll stay for one more call. That was quick. All right. Caller from the 229-444. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Peace, Master Y'all. Peace, Coach. This is uh, Phil calling out of Valdosta. How y'all doing tonight? What's going on, Lord? How you feeling? All right. How about y'all? I'm doing more than excellent. My my question was on the uh the fibroid thing that you were stating. Is it is it natural for fibroids to be released during a female monthly cycle or do they actually have to have some type of energy work done in order for that to um lead the body? The 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 way that it normally works is you need at least two to three energy sessions. For the female to begin, for them to begin to detach, they don't come out right away. Normally, she feels some slight pains in her uterus when it happens, and for the next two or three days, she feels discomfort. Uh, sometimes they'll feel heat in the ovaries, and that's a signal that the process is working. There is there is a slight amount of pain because normally fibroids are embedded in the wall of the uterus, and when you do the energy work. Sometimes they tend to detach. If the fibroid is very large, if it's larger than the size of a quarter, if it's large like a half dollar or bigger, then, then normally it will break off in chunks. It doesn't break off all at once. And so okay. what happens is that 
then when the female has her next cycle, her next menstrual cycle, she'll see little bits of it coming out because it'll break into small pieces and she'll see it come out that way. And it's usually spotted with just a teeny little bit of blood and she'll see these little little chunks coming out and that's the fibroid coming out. Uh, you don't necessarily want the whole fibroid to come out all at once. And a lot of times when if that happens, then, then she may have a little bit more strenuous bleeding than normal. So it's, 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 it's actually better if it, if it takes place over two or three cycles so that the bleeding is held in check. But the energy work will cause it to detach sometimes. Now here's why it doesn't detach even when we do the energy work. If the female maintains the same disposition, the same attitude that caused her to get the fibroids in the first place, in other words, if she doesn't work on her counterfeit personality, sometimes the fibroid stays. So she has to change her energy dynamics just a little bit, just enough. And that's usually the energy work and a change in the counterfeit personality is normally enough for most women, I say about half, for them to begin to start breaking up those fibroids and letting them go. It does not work uh, approximately with half the women because they refuse to change their dynamic, their, their posture toward men. But to the women who then, you know, see the, the, that, that, that they don't want to cling to this hate anymore, and sometimes it, it, it's, a, it's a negative feeling toward their father, sometimes it's a negative feeling toward the ex-husband, or towards the baby's daddy or something like that. And so she has to let that go. And once she lets that go, or she, you know, she's neutral to that, then the energy work is normally enough to allow that fibroid to begin to break away from the uterine wall and to begin to eject itself during the cycle. I have, I have not heard of any women whose fibroid uh, ejected immediately. There's only one case of that where it started to come out the very next day and she wasn't on her cycle. But in that particular case, there was some extreme energy work being done and there were some other things happening that caused that. But when we do these situations where we have four or five men in the room all working on a few women at the same time, sometimes we'll see an instantaneous rejection of fibroids the next day, but that's rare. That's not, that's not the normal case. So when you're doing this type of work, the best thing to do, what I used to do is when, when you're washing dishes, while the woman's loading the dishwasher, you know, I'm standing behind her, giving her energy work. And when she finishes loading the dishwasher and she's done with cleaning up the kitchen, then she turns around and I place my hand on her ovaries and send energy right into the ovaries. And that's very advantageous to helping remove the fibroids. When you feed up the ovaries like that with energy, that energy goes down the tubes into the uterus, and it, it, and, it, and it works to help loosen up the fibroids. So you're doing energy work on the woman on the table, and it should be supplemented by energy work right before, you know, in the evening, preferably, you know, a couple of hours before she goes to bed. And then you end the session by placing your hand right over the right or left ovary and sending energy into the ovary using your right hand and down into the ovary 
and that goes down into the uterus and helps the process. And after usually after a couple of weeks of that, that's enough. So if it's your woman and you see her every night, in two weeks you should be able to to, to do enough energy work on her so that the fibroids are loosened up and begin to eject themselves. Uh, does that answer your question, or is there other aspects of it that you want to know about? No, that's that's fair enough for me, sir. Got it. All right, appreciate that, Nell, for tuning in, Lord. No problem. Have a safe trip. We'll see you Saturday. Yes, sir. All right. I want to thank you, Coach Tyre. Uh I'm going to sign off at this point in time. I know you guys are going to continue. And um, I want to thank you for having me on. I want to thank the gracious audience. Their questions, their comments, and their support is so needed by me. And it, it, it really kicks up my spirit. It really helps me to be motivated day by day by day as I'm on this journey. And I want to thank all of you out there. I want to say that, you know, we're developing a virtual tantra family. And I think of all of you as my sisters and brothers in this family. And, um, you know, you're, you're, you're spurring me on to do more, bigger, and better things. And I want to thank all of you. And um, I want to wish you great good fortune. Good night. All right, Lord, we're going to talk to you soon. Have a good evening and travel safely. Peace. Thank you, sir. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. Once again, we have dropped it like it's hot. And I do have a super special surprise for y'all tonight, for you all who are still hanging on. And if y'all want to drop off, you can go ahead. But I'm getting ready to give out a jewel, a, a hottie, 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 what I call my discernment knife or my scalpel for those of you who are doing these relationships. And I'm not even going to me, it's one of the best parts of the romance and finance book. And I want to go over a part of these, um, a part of these criteria for looking for your partner. I know y'all like, well, whoa. We didn't know he was going to get that tonight. Right, because you can't just go to the club and just pick up somebody to do Tantra with. And then it ain't about, you got so many people all into this open, I'm mean, not open, but multiple partners and poly this and poly that. What if you committed to the practice of Tantra and then the partner ain't? What you going to do then? You know, are you going to just carry the whole load? What kind of merger is that going to be? You know, that's we're not saying, now, is it possible for you to have more than one partner doing Tantra? It's possible. But the highest end is going to be on serious one-on-one relationships. Now, Tantra can happen just by walking by somebody because it's the tantric lifestyle. So we're not talking about, you know, I'm not talking about just tantric sex all the time. It's it's in the lifestyle. What are some of the things that are that can help you um help you be more compatible and know what to look for. So what I'm going to do is go in go in. We're just going to go in. We're going to go in. So um and I'm going to just go to that page 
pull that information up in just a second and run over it, and then somebody's going to start sweating bullets. Somebody's going to say, man, shit, I can't get past question six. But we're going to push all the way through, and I want to see definitely how somebody can sit down at the table and and come back and tell me, Kyrie, I thought he was the one, or I thought she was the one, and they didn't quite make it. Now, this is for those who are interested in doing the power couple thing. If you ain't interested in that and you're playing the field and you like multiple partners and you know your partner might got a little shit with them and they can't answer these questions, do not bring this up because they're going to run for the hills, you know. <laughs> so um, let me pull that up. I was replying to somebody over here on Facebook who was listening in to my show last night. Wednesday night is Illuminati money, and Dr. Jewel Pulkram was on last night, and she crushed it. She was just, like, hitting them, hitting them, just hitting them in the head. We had a lot of people don't know her background um, with medical astrology. And so last night, it just we thought we were going to be talking about prosperity and brain balancing, but we went into astrology, the breath, your placement on the grid, all of that. If you don't know who Jewel Pulcrum is and you catch some of the old YouTube videos, she has upgraded, like, on steroids ten times. So you want to catch that, what she's got going on. I'm not going to be in Atlanta this weekend, but Jewel is having something in Atlanta on August the 31st. August the 31st is a Friday night. It's going to be in Norcross, and I already am going to be on the front row with my mouth shut, um, a tape recorder, a video camera, and a damn notebook. Right. And I'm going to be trying to write in Chinese, Sanskrit, English, and Spanish because Yo, this is gonna be this is gonna be crazy. So, um, be there. You know what I'm saying? I'm encouraging everybody to tune in to her. Check out that show from last night. Go, um, just go back to BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash Kyrie. Look back in the archives, or you can go to Original Native Radio and you can check it out from there. Tons of places that you can go and find that and just hit play and just let it run. She was only on for about an hour and 15 minutes, but good God Almighty, did she go ham while she was here. All right? Um, if you got any questions or comments that you need to get in tonight, especially about the Astro Harmony, or because um, I could do something short with maybe just astrological sun signs without pulling up the birthdays, we can go into that. But I did want to definitely cover these um, a part of this questionnaire that you need to go into asking your partner. Woo! 36 questions. They short, too. They short, but they're like a 38 caliber snub nose. They get the job done. All right? Okay, let's get into these right here. Question number one. Now, how do we approach the person to ask them these questions? Don't try to ask them. Don't try to answer these questions yourself. Give the person the benefit of the doubt. All right? And for me, this was one of the why I feel these are so important because these was one of the catalysts for me wanting to be in a power couple. And I'm talking about a 6- to 12-year deal. I'm not myself signing up for little small baby relationships and dating and all that. That's cool. I've already done that. But when you're talking about going into, and loving LeFay knows what I'm saying about following Jupiter for 12 years. Jupiter, I want to hit Jupiter with a partner through every damn zodiac sign. 
Let's get money 12 different ways. Let's do the damn thing and make it pop collars around here, adding champagne to your campaign. If you're trying to get with a Coach Kyrie or a caliber cat like myself or whatever, you're going to have to be able to answer these 36 questions. And, ladies, you should put these up on your list too. Now, oh, what are the basically testing in the other person is, one, willingness to be open and honest, ability to think clearly and rationally, patterns of good or poor decision-making, depth of self-knowledge, and feelings and opinions about key issues. That's what these 36 questions are going to invoke, all right? And then step two is going to be the vetting process. That's how you appraise it, verify, check for accuracy, authenticity, and then you keep it moving, all right? So 36 questions to ask. This is the interview, all right? Number one, what is your one-year plan? When you're talking to a person, do they even have a one-year plan? Question two, what is your five-year plan? Do they have vision? Number three, do you want children? And, you, and if you already have children, you may want to say, how do you feel about children? Number four, what do you like most about yourself? Woo! Number five, what do you like least about yourself? Number six, what is your ideal man like or ideal woman like? And that's looks, personality, and qualities. What is your ideal man like? Now, here we are at question six. And if the person's getting fidgety and they're getting hot at the collar or sweating already, they already know what this is. You're letting them know that you're serious. They don't. They, they may not be the one, but you're going to let them know that this is what I'm into. This is what I'm into, so answer the question. Number seven, on a scale of one to ten, what does good sex in a relationship rank? My God. On a scale from one to ten, what does a good sex what does good sex in a relationship rank? I'm glad he put that in the first ten questions. Number eight, what are your religious beliefs? <clears throat> Number nine, here goes a big one. Why are you single? You know, get into that business. Why are you single? Number 10, this one is critical right here. Tell me about your parents. Tell me about your parents. Y'all had any domestic violence in the past? They still married? Separated? How do you know what's, what's, what's going on? Number 11, what do you do for a living? What do you do for a living? Some people start off with that question. I like how he delicately delicately placed that there at question number 11. What do you do for a living? Number 12, did you go to college? And what's your degree in? Did you go to college? What's your, you want to look at a person's education. Question number 13, watch this. Why not? Oh, shucks. Now, you know, that's an alternative. If they If they didn't go to college, then you say, why not? And then if they did go to college but they didn't finish, you hit them with question number 14. Why didn't you finish? Why didn't you finish? Question number 15, don't assume, ask this question, do you work out? Question number 16, do you smoke? 
And in parentheses, he has anything. Smoke cigarettes, little Bob Marley, crack rock. What is it? Black and miles, occasionally, often, sociably. Do you smoke? Number 17, do you drink alcohol? And how often? Woo! That's a big one right there. Number 18, what? who are your heroes or idols and why? Who are your heroes, idols, and why? Now, we're halfway through the list. When we finish this list, I want a couple of people to raise their hand and give me your comments or feedback on one or two of these, which is your favorite, and why you think it's a very important question to ask on forming a power couple and moving into romance and finance. Or if you already got one, go ahead and press one now. Number 20, do you want to be married? Lord, have mercy. Do you want to be married? Now, that's going to be show enough to see do they get these last 16 questions. 21, for how long have you been single? Ooh, they thought they had got away when they said, why are you single? Now it's, how long have you been single? Next, how did your last relationship end? If the eyes start rolling in their head and stuff, just make a mental, just make a note of that. Number 22, have you been married before or engaged? Have you been married before or engaged? I think that's a very important question. Number 24, what happened? What happened in the marriage or what happened with the engagement? Number 25, tell me your most embarrassing moment. Tell me your most embarrassing moment. That's going to be critical. 26, if your ex was here, what would they tell me to watch out for? Lord, if your ex was here, what would they tell me to watch out for? 27, tell me, now, you know, probably that's where you're going to really see what they got going on on 26. 27, tell me something that you don't like people to know about you. It gets gets sticky around here, these last nine. Tell me something that you don't like people to know about you. Mm. 28. I'm up and down with this question. He says, how many sexual partners have you had? How many sexual partners have you had? 29. Ever had an STD? And which one? Ever had an STD? And which one? Number 30 is a great question. Are you cured? Are you cured? 31, how do you feel about abortion? 32, how do you feel about birth control? 33, do you use it and which ones? 34, what is your favorite position? I like 34. I like all of these. 35, what is your most sensitive spot? What is your most sensitive spot? And 36, drum roll please. Describe how you like your sex. Describe how you like your sex. Now all that was in step number one, the interview. Each step leads to another. The mate must pass one to make it to the next level. Do not skip. These steps do not take a specified predetermined amount of time 
The time it takes to pass each level depends on the intent, commitment level, and willingness of each party to be honest and open in hopes of reaching the goal of partnership. Don't rush. Rushing leads to skipping steps or not paying close enough attention to important details. Things get overlooked. Don't put time restrictions on the formation of your partnerships. Rules like don't have sex on the first date, don't call the next day, waiting one year before, etc. You will be viewed as being not serious or playing games and not ready for a partnership of such a caliber. Let the relationship grow organically, like a flower will blossom in its own time. I know that's right. Um, What he said at the beginning of the interview, before going out on a date, you should interview your potential mate. This interview can be conducted in person, but I recommend, recommend doing it by phone so physical attraction doesn't get in the way of your judgment. So hit them with this even before, if you're serious. Also, like most companies know, many candidates are simply a waste of time. So there's no need to spend the extra time and money going out with someone that you could have eliminated within the first five minutes of conversation. The interview process consists of a series of questions that are relevant and meaningful. Rules of engagement or conversation. person should be able to discuss any topic. If you start a sentence or a thought, you must finish it. And if during a moment of silence a person asks the other what they are thinking, the other person must answer honestly, no matter how embarrassing or trivial. Let me get over here to the lines and see what we got popping. Did anybody, did did any of these resonate with anyone? If they did, please press 1 and let me hear your thoughts. You don't have to dial in because this is the after party. All right, don't everybody press 1 at the same time. And if you are already on the line, uh, Leslie or Neb, and you want to make a comment, just press 1, take it off of... um, the queue and then press one again and I know that you want to make a comment or you have a question. And then if nobody does have any questions, which I can't believe you would have anything to say off of those 36 questions, then if you want to talk about the Astro Harmony piece, I'm willing to talk about that too. So if you got a question about any of these 36 questions or you want to move into the Astro Harmony part for just a quick couple of minutes, I will take a couple of calls. Otherwise, we're going to go ahead and get ready to get up out of here. Uh, How many of these questions did you lie about? (laughs) That's Marty Torres out there from VIM3DRadio.com, OrganiteGetYourRight.com. Please go over there and check out my Partners in Rhyme and Partners in Mind. Um, I see Elvis may have left the building by number six. Some people talking about Nunya. Uh, and then, what is this? Yeah, I see some people are definitely ready to make another, you know, make some make some real choices out here. So, since no one's raising their hand, and y'all are good for the night, Kair is getting ready to check off. I definitely appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to September the 9th. Any of you who are going to be in Atlanta next next weekend with Master Yao, make sure that you you know what I'm saying give them give them all of your attention, so you can really be in the place to be 
And, you know, don't waste time with this, man. Don't waste time with this particular subject. It's real, 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 real serious. And now I see somebody serious wanting to raise their hand. So, caller from the 416-984. Your mic is open. Can we get your name and where you're calling from, please? It's Leslie from Toronto. Leslie, hi. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I really enjoyed the interview tonight. It was excellent. Oh, I love how you say the word excellent. Say it again. <laughs> it was excellent. <laughs> Ooh, that was succulent, the way you said that. <laughs> um. The questions were great, but I want to know about this Astro Harmony. All right. What do you, do you have a specific question? Well, when I asked if Master Yara was married, um, I mean, I wasn't asking because I want to get with him. I was just, you know, curious to see, you know, if if he's applying these principles to his own relationship. But anyways, you thought that, that, that I wanted to get with him, and you said at the end of that that I would need to clear all my counterfeit personalities and, and something else. So, oh, okay, oh. can you give me more detail on that? Oh, absolutely. But but it, it it definitely was not being directed at you, you know what I'm saying? For you, I was just talking about in general, because I've experienced it oh, myself okay. that if, <clears throat> and this is for male or female, if you are moving towards, like, and this can go from three-way mirror. I do past, present, and potential. If you meet a person who's on, who's on a, who's a little more evolved than you are or further along down the spiritual path, then you will definitely be confronted with the opportunity to release your counterfeit personalities because you're not going to be able to move. This person is moving. A spiritually advanced person has abandoned dishonesty. So counterfeit is dishonest. So if you're still holding on to that, then that relationship is going to be short. It's not going to be long. You're not going to get a lot out of it. I'm just going to be point blank just to the facts, you know. And I've seen that myself. I didn't have these particular tools at that time. I had just the raw, just the raw power of it, but not the necessary refinement or the, like an equalizer like you would have for a radio in a car or a nice sound system at home. And so I think it's, it, it, it is super important that people realize that um, insecurities is one of the largest things that breaks up a relationship when you're trying to enter into something with a person who is more spiritually evolved. A, a spiritually evolved person is on their path. And if they heal women or they heal men, like I have a, I have a, um, a friend who's in D.C., she used to do porn. And now she teaches Tantra. What do you think the men have to go through in order they want to be in a relationship with her authentically? Because she's going to say, yeah, I used to do porn. Now I teach Tantra. And now I heal men and women. That man, if he has some insecurities, he's going to be like, oh, my God. Oh, what are you doing? I don't know if I can trust you and all that bullshit. I love it when that happens because you're not ready. You ain't ready for that quantum leap. And so... The person who is the more evolved, whether it's a male or a female, they're there to help you. They're not there to um, for you to see can you challenge them to <clears throat> to test them. That's the last thing you need to do is I'm going to come in and test and see if you're really about what you're about. That's that, That's like such a waste of time. Like 
If they're doing it, then they're doing it. And you should come in and say, I want to do it, not being resistant to what their particular system and what their particular style is. So that's that that's um that's that particular part. Now, as far as the okay, well, did, did I answer your question on that one first? Yeah, you did a great job. All right, thank you. Now, for the <laughs> astro harmony, the first part that uh I like to talk about is Just the basics. I'm going to go to basics. Every other sign is compatible, is more compatible. So let's say you are an Aries. The next, the next, compatible, the next best compatible signs both ways is two signs in front or two signs behind. So if you're an Aries, Geminis are more compatible than the Tauruses. And Aquarius is a more compatible than the Pisces. And if you're moving around, we'll just do Aries, then Gemini, then Leos, then Libras, then Sagittarius, then Aquarius. Those six signs are super compatible. Everybody can be compatible, but I'm just going off the super basics of sun sign astrology. Now, once you go deeper and see where a person's moon is at, so let's say there is a, I mean, a per, um, let's say for a female where her Mars position is, and you are, let's say, let's just stick with the Aries, and you're like, why are these Pisces men, I just don't know what, I'm always these Pisces men, I just want to fuck them as soon as I see them, they just turn me on, I don't know what it is, and we just have the best time together, and it's just, it's just amazing. Your Mars may be in Pisces. Because wherever a woman's Mars, her sun, or her Jupiter is at, is what she's attracted to. A woman is a yin. She's water. Leslie, have you ever heard me say wind with yin? Yeah. <laughs> All the time. Well, the man is the fire. And I'm always talking about complementary relationships. So if you're water, yeah, you're looking so. for... Because say say I, that again? I'm an Aries. Let me ask you, though, because I am an Aries, and, like, I'm surprised that you said an Aries would be compatible with Gemini. I thought you would just say, like, Leo and Sagittarius. No, no, every every other sign, every other sign is such a nice balance. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't be in a relationship with a Pisces or a Taurus or a Cancer or a Virgo. I'm not saying that either, but I'm just saying the natural fits Especially your opposite, that Libra. Woo. Yes, yes. Now, well, if I'm you've been love, in a, I'm in love with a Gemini. <laughs> you're in love with a Gemini. Yes. Voila, voila. There we go. And and we probably will see even deeper aspects if we had their birthday and your birthday and place the charts on top of one another. That's what I do okay. in an astro harmony um, consultation. Is I have okay. the two charts and put them on top of one another and see how one person affects the other and vice versa. Hmm, okay. I also use these for children and parent relationships. I know you have some boys. Mm, and yeah. it's so tough to see, oh, I can't relate. Find out yeah. where you affect them. 
I would put their chart in the, in the middle, put your chart on the outside, and see what influences that you brought to their astrological chart naturally. And that would I be, like that. And that would be where you would um, you would know where is a strong point um, in your relationship. You would know where there would be points of contention or maybe stress. Mm-hmm. And then you would also know where there would be points of what I call the steroids. You know your gifts or your or your natural talents that you and that you and your child could have. Because remember, Kaya, when I do relationships, I'm talking about how we relate to one another. So mm-hmm. harmony is what we desire with our children, with our parents, and with our loved ones and our intimate partners. You got me? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. How much do you charge for for one of these sessions? I'm always same same thing. I'm it's, it's my time <laughs> is money, so I got a thirty uh-huh. minute session, an hour session, okay. and a two hour session. So a thirty minute session is fifty okay. bucks, an hour session okay. is a hundred dollars, and a full session is a hundred and fifty. Okay. Now for those, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look into that. Oh, I, and I love it for the children. For the children, it's half off. Yeah. Any any time okay. somebody does something for the children, it's, it's automatically half off. Now, if you try to sneak and say, well, why I got you on the line? You know, this brother, he's 26. No, 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 no. The rate <laughs> goes back up. But anything I do for the children is half price, period. Okay. That's just that's just my policy. And sometimes if you follow me on Facebook, either Coach Kyer, my fan page, or Kyer Love, my personal page, or if you're in one of the groups I have, the two groups I'm pushing real hard right now is the Honesty in Relationships Couples and honesty in relationships, singles, because you we have to learn, we have to learn how to tell the truth, how to communicate. So I have a couples group, and I also have a singles group. It is a private group, and you must ask for permission to be placed in the group. And also, you must have a session with Coach K within your first sixty days of being in the group, because we're not there to just be social and just kick it and see what everybody else is writing. No. I made this group especially for relationships that need to be cultivated around the principle of honesty first to myself and others at all times. So mm-hmm. if you join one of those groups, sometimes I come and I make an announcement. Like the last full moon, I did a one-day special of, uh, I said everything is half off, every service that I offer, which includes my platinum diamond package. So I have a a package where I take people through a 90-day journey of transformation. It's $1,200. Well, I had a special that day where it was 50% off. So you could get me for 90 days for $600. And you can schedule to start whenever you want. So some people caught that special last week, and they scheduled for their appointment tomorrow. So I have a couple of appointments okay. tomorrow. They took advantage of that. So you got to watch Kyrie. You got to keep your eyes on him because he's liable to do anything at any time. <laughs> I'm more than happy to keep my eyes on you. Hey there. I love that right there. This is a dream come true. <laughs> it's awesome, baby. <laughs> yeah. We love that. We love that. We love that. We love that. I'm so glad that you called in tonight and sparked that conversation. Did you get a chance to hear Hotep tonight? Yes, I did. Oh, my God, he's amazing. 
I, I was so happy because he gave out his phone number, so I texted him, and now we're finally in touch. This is a dream come true. <laughs> it's awesome, baby. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Time to get time to get back to Atlanta. Well, at least we got the phone number oh, yeah. now. Exactly. <laughs> We love it. We love it. And 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 for you ladies, you, uh, you've never seen Hotep. Um, I think Leslie will let you know. You know what I'm saying? He's a he's a, he's a he's a chocolate honey bunny, ladies and gentlemen, with the with the afro. You know, and he's a Morehouse man. And you heard he's going to finish up his MBA this Saturday, so we don't mm-hmm. mess with no junk over here on Original Native Radio. Mm-hmm. And Leslie's already classified him as being tantra, whether he wants to accept it or not. <laughs> He is. He is tantric. Yes, I think she done womb choice him over here, ladies and gentlemen, but that's another <laughs> show. Y'all going to have to come back for that right there. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Leslie. I really appreciate you calling in tonight. You're very welcome. Do you have any other questions before I, before I put you back on mute? No, you've been wonderful. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Woo! Toronto is in the building. I love them long distance honey bunnies. Caller from the six seven eight five zero seven. Your mic is open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Um, this is June calling from Atlanta, Georgia. Hey, what's going on, baby? <laughs> oh man, I'm I'm in the zone. I'm online. <laughs> I'm finally connected. I'm like I'm I'm not trying to miss nothing else. <laughs> They had your internet starvation for a while. Well, you know, I'm not so much of an internet person because I do, you know, I got that Mr. Charlie thing going on. Okay, okay. Um, so, you know, I, I, it's very, I don't like splitting my energy. Um, so, you know, when I'm doing the job, I'm focused on it. You know, when I get to play, I'm going to play hard. You can't get me nowhere else. I'm playing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I know that's right. Uh, work hard and play harder. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> oh, my Man. financial freedom alarm is going off. It's ten fifty. Let me turn that off. Hold on. Financial freedom alarm. What's that about? I have no idea how I started this, but I have this i this thing where I want financial freedom to be one of the main things that's on my brain before I go to sleep. So my alarm on my phone goes off at 10.50 every night, and the title of it is Financial Freedom. Mm. So something that I have set up, you know, to keep me hooked up subliminally. Mm, nice, nice, nice. Well, you know I got to throw you an alley-oop. Um, <laughs> you need to um, – I would encourage everyone to go over and – um, to solarpower111.com solarpower111.com and okay. get the free there's a free month trial especially if you in the um, Juju Mama or Progressive Love Movement and you are up on CN28 which is the moon, moon magic if you put mm. this is another brother amp which started today CN28 starts today yes Yes. Um, this brother Ampu out of Philadelphia has a system of identifying your personal 
Sanskrit mantra for your birthday that you are to chant for the entire period. Oh, wow. And the one that I came on with, we're in the middle of it now, was a prosperity mantra. So he had 12 prosperity mantras depending on where your son was at currently in your particular natal chart. And mine was, and my son is transiting my 11th house, which is the house of groups and friends and things like that. And I've been um, making money with groups and traveling and, and just, you know, getting in front of people and speaking and things like that. And I've been on mine like every day. And so, and we hit it twice a day, but I turn, with his advice, I turn mine into a song. So when I got some just some downtime, I'm singing it in my head. All right, I'm singing mine in a, my uh, Do a mind movie on that. Oh, you like my mind movies, huh? Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> you know what? I want to start offering that as a service right here that you just said that. I'm going to offer that as a service. Anybody who needs a mind movie, this is what I want you to do. I've, I've, I can do them all day. But I've done two for myself, and I just love watching them back-to-back. The last one I made was in December, and I'm still rocking it. Send me an email or hit me on Facebook and say, let me see your mind movie. As a matter of fact, I might just post it tonight so you can come by and check it. If you want me to make you a personalized mind movie, a personalized mind movie, you're going to give me um, a list of things that you desire and maybe about – Six to twelve pictures of you and some of those things that you want, and I'm go- and you can pick any song. I don't care. You can pick an instrumental. You can pick uh, your favorite song. And if you don't know a song or a favorite song, I'll find what I think. I go look at your birthday and pull up your chart. I'm gonna make it specifically for you, and you can have it private or you can have it public, and you can look look at it. The thing is to let it get into your cerebral cortex. And watch it Absolutely. for 90 days. You want to watch it for 90 days so it manifests. And for you all listening to what Yao said tonight about your baskets, this yes. is how, because you're really programming your own mind. I might have to do a show on neuro-linguistic programming and bring in yes. the law of attraction mommy. I do have, that's one of my secret weapons, Look her up, Law of Attraction, com. Melissa Watts is one of the staples in Kyrie's life. She is one of my secret weapons. I don't like sharing her with any damn body. She's one of my money honey bunnies. And I use so many tips, tools, and techniques that she has given me from our Law of Attraction Mastermind group. We have an Illuminati group. I'm already a member. You know, okay. so I just decided to open it up this year to others, but I think I'm going to have to bring her on shortly, maybe next Wednesday on the Illuminati Money, and we'll talk about Law of Attraction and Neuro Linguistic Programming. But I think what I'm going to do for the Mind Movie is going to be 50 bucks. Now, I've already priced them. Now, you won't get somebody else's. This is going to be your personalized Mind Movie. And for $50, I'm going to make you anywhere from a three- to five-minute mind movie, closer to five minutes, because I like to go ahead and get extensive. And this is going to include places that you want to stay, objectives that you want to um, achieve in your life, travel locations, love relationships, um, 
causes that you're in. Some people may be down with the United Way or helping people in Africa or things like that. I'm going to put all of that in there together. So if you have not seen, if you haven't seen the Mind movie that I make, let me know, and I'll go ahead and post it up. Send me an email, CoachKair at Gmail, or come on my page on Facebook and like it and say, hey, I heard that you were on um, on the Tower of Tantra show. You were talking about doing doing Mind movies, and just let me know. That's just another one of Kair's talents, and I really like that, and I'm really thanking you, June, for even bringing that up. And I see somebody's already hit me on my inbox already on Facebook <laughs> talking about they need one. Absolutely. Show enough. Show enough. Absolutely. And, and if you and and if you um if you don't know what you want in it, then I would suggest you get you go ahead and get you an astrological reading. So you can make it where it's personal. Super personal. You know. So. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did you like the um did you like any of the uh thirty six questions tonight? to ask a person when forming a power couple. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's actually what I um um my question was geared towards. Um and I was thinking personally, it's kinda hard, um, don't you wouldn't it be hard to ask those questions if you didn't know what it was that you were actually looking for? Amen. Amen. These these questions are only for the serious. These questions right here are only for the serious. Like if you just casual dating and you don't want to know or you ain't ready, then I wouldn't start leading okay. with these. Okay, you know? this this is for the supreme. <laughs> yeah, this is a a power couple. A power couple is a power couple. They ain't playing no games, you know. Right. So if you are interested in that, then sure. But if, let's say, you're just doing a womb choice, these questions ain't for you. You're just right, going to get some, right. You're just, you're just going to get some healing or, you know what I'm saying, that brother moved you or you was feeling him like that, that's okay. You know, but if you are at the house, now I know some people like who are on, three, on CN365 who are saying, I'm going to be married next year. Well, then you need to leave with these. You need to leave right. with these right here. Because the womb choice is in there when you start asking them about favorite position, sensitive spot, describe how you like your sex, things like that. But those right. are near the end. You don't want to lead with those. People who lead with those are not so serious. They're just about getting some getting some fun healing going on right then. So right, right. That's my that's my take on that. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. Absolutely, absolutely. And if you want to get that yourself, you can go to romanceandfinance.com and please go over to the web, uh, Facebook page, Romance and Finance, and click like as well. There's lots of tips, trick, tips, tricks, and tips over there as well. Okay. Thank you All so right. much for calling in, and I'm looking forward to our appointment coming up. What, what are we doing, Saturday morning? Yes, sir. I'm going to call her. Um, I'm going to call her back.